Scatcast presents the Just a Ride podcast number two with Jeff Getchell, Shaden Hutchman, and myself, the script keeper. Let's do it. It's just a ride. All right, welcome to Just a Ride podcast number two. I'm the script keeper. <laughs> I thought you were going to beatbox for a second. <laughs> I had to, as soon as we started talking, I was like, "Now I need to cough and choke." It's <laughs> like it, when someone gets in the shower and then you realize you have to pee. Yes, dumb. Or someone get in the shower with you and then you realize you have to pee. Well, then you just pee. Yeah, then you just go for it. Then you just have fun. <laughs> it all ends up the same place. Hey, right. Two point seven fetishes, boys. 2.7 fetishes. <laughs> so welcome to the Just a Ride podcast. I'm the script keeper. I am. I don't have a nick, good nickname I need for you nickname. yet. Yeah, yeah. I need, I feel I'm Zach. Weird. I'm Shaden. <laughs> Jeff. And that's the three of us again. And thank you for listening to Which the I, first episode. We don't know if you did or not because we were recording this before we put that one out. But we're, we're assuming. Travelers. Yeah, we're assuming that a few of you did listen. And thanks for that. So this is the second episode. We got a whole bunch of stuff. We promised ghost stories last week, so we're going to tell some stories. Um, Jeff has an interesting story about chitrons. That he's going to, more of an analogy, I'd say, yeah, that we're going to yeah, start so, with. Yeah. How do you spell chitrins? Chitrins is C-H-I-T-R-E-N-S. Or I-N-S. Yeah, I saw it. Donald spelled it on the Facebook However Donald spells day. it is That's correct. probably the correct Yeah, it's always the correct way. <laughs> uh, we're also going to talk about our hardest jobs that we've ever had. I'm sure we have some stories there. I haven't even thought about it. Um, hmm. But And then uh, you have a funny suicide story, which suicide's hilarious, uh, but... We're going to talk about it's not funny. It's not funny. It's, a, it's, it's actually a, theory, a question and yeah. a theory. I was yeah. like, is it funny? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's already. We were probably. laughing when he was talking about it, which I already feel bad we'll for. Probably, we'll probably make it funny before we're done with it. There's already so. real, uh, you know, things set in what I want to talk about, but I just want to hypothesize if it was. Yeah. I think this is the right audience to hypothesize things to. So should be fine. And the last thing that we're going to talk about, uh, instead of pop culture, we're going to talk about piss the bed dreams. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? I'm so excited for that. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like all of us. I want to know. I want to know if people have had that that cartoon character in their life while they're sleeping, just being, "Hey, hey, you peeing? Yeah." And then you wake up, you're like, "Motherfucking Fred Flintstone, son, bitch." Anywho, I do. I do really feel. I believe in my heart, and I could be convinced otherwise, but I do believe in my heart that there are two types of people in the world. There are people that have had pee the bed dreams mm-hmm. and people that lied about having yeah, it's kind of like yes. masturbation it's just yeah. like masturbation, <laughs> yeah. masturbation yeah. it's like once you turn like 20 or 25 or something like that you're like I jerk off all the time and you're like fine with it but yeah. in like high school and shit you're like I don't jerk off it's what are you like talking you about bragging rights if you're you know at 25 and still at twice a day you know? right right but now now I think when you get past maybe 30 or so then you're like comfortable I, yeah, I pissed the bed I yeah. pissed the bed last year what the fuck I well think and then like the masturbation that. you're 30 you're married everyone's going like yeah, we get it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you told him <laughs> jerking off all the time. That's all you got. Or you're, you're so tired of your dick, you don't even talk to it anymore. Right. Those two things can possibly happen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've ever talked to my dick in the first place. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? I've been you're right down there. <laughs> Sometimes he's all you got to talk to. Yeah. Now it's just like the, that stranger conversation where you're like, it's been a long time, dick. How you doing? I don't know. Are, we, are you the same person? It's like, I'm not really. I don't have the energy I used to. I'm really kind of sick of this shit. So the whole point of the bed thing was I, I actually had like, I was like, like I, I didn't piss the bed, but I almost did. Um, I think we're starting with piss the bed now. So yeah, yeah. Well, we can bed. start with piss the bed. Yes. Let's All go right. for it. All yeah. right. Why not? Let's, let's so, warm it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So last night, it was like, it was like a combination of 
that your standard piss the bed dream, but then it was with a touch of Freddy Krueger because you're dreaming that you're dreaming that you're dreaming. Oh God! That you're it's dreaming. Inception. You cannot Somebody fucking inceptioned wake up. you to pee your bed. Is that oh my God! God. It was <laughs> insane. Yeah. That sounds like a conspiracy. And it's, and it's not Take really... responsibility for yourself for <laughs> yeah. pissing the bed. <laughs> but it's not. What was weird? It's not really about what the dream was about, except for I had to pee. So I, in the dream, go into the bathroom. But then I can't go. I'm like, well, I'm 51. That seems pretty fucking reasonable. Did you have stage Freddy? Because yeah. <laughs> Freddy Krueger was watching you and you couldn't I don't know. Well, Freddy Krueger wasn't specifically oh. <laughs> in it. Okay. But then I realized that I was dreaming. So then somebody came and woke me up thinking that was I. So then I was awake. Before you pissed yourself. Before. And then nice. it's like, okay, okay, now I can feel like I'm getting ready to pee now. That, that's good. I'm at a whole different bathroom. And then again, it's... Oh fuck! I'm dreaming. <laughs> I'm still and then, dreaming. And then, yeah, I w- then Second I went into level. one more dream, the same damn thing, and then woke up. And then I woke up, and the weird thing was like, I, I had to, I like, God damn, my goddamn is bed wet? No. Huh? no. And then it's like I don't even have to pee. That was the weirdest thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> so wait, the punchline is you didn't actually pee the bed? The whole punchline is I didn't even have to when I woke up. It wasn't even a goddamn emergency. <laughs> now, and I know That's that like is an M. Night Shyamalan yeah. pee the bed story. What a twist. Yeah, but and I didn't pee the bed. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't pee the bed. But the point is that generally when that happens, if you are lucky enough to wake up, that you've got to go so goddamn bad that you're flying through the house and usually you you know break right. a toe, run right. out the door, and you know fall down. And, you know, that is you Hit funny. your head on the cat and you get a concussion. So, so your subconscious false alarmed your ass is what it happened. Yeah, yeah. that was that's, that's what was so astonishing to me. Like, like interesting, I don't even have to pee. This interesting version of a stress dream. That's wild. Yeah. So, oh fuck, I had a question related. Oh, so when you guys, if you have to pee really bad, but you're not dreaming about having to pee, but you have to pee really bad, do you get, do your dreams get like fucked up? Like, mm. do they get super stressful and like mm-hmm. really uncomfortable? Like, it's almost like your your subconscious is like trying to fuck with you oh, so hard th- that well, you I get mean, up to go pee. Other than the, the physical feeling of, of having to pee really bad. I mean, that, that becomes stressful in itself on a daily basis. But then basis. it manifests if into re- something. If you've really got to pee, like you're in stress, that's all you can think about. So, <laughs> Essentially, yes, but that's the stress. Yeah, it's so. If I really have to pee when I'm sleeping, my 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 mind like tortures me rather than being like, "Hey, dumbass, you wake up and go right. pee." Like it's just like I'm gonna give you the most horrifying, messed up, bad acid trip, <laughs> nauseating dreams that I possibly can Damn. in hopes that you'll take a hint and be like, "I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> but my dumbass is like, "I guess this is what we're dreaming of tonight," and I'll just lay there for hours, like having really fucked up, awful, nauseating dreams. When and I then I'll just wake get up, up and, and I'll be piss. like, "Ow, that's why." Damn yeah. it. <laughs> See, I, I learned from the story. I'm going to tell that I've got to, if I feel like I have to piss even a little bit, it's like, I'm going to go piss. So here's, here's my story. Here's my piss story. So as I said, this is going to be a positive piss story. Well, this is going to be some, well, he is piss positive. I am. Yeah. Spoiler alert. The end of this is me pissing the bed uh, with my wife. In you should have went last with your story because we could have told our embarrassing pee stories. And moral of the story is you guys are losers. Oh, I can, I've never peed I'm the sure, bed. I mean, has it happened? Yes. Do I have a specific story about it? No. I, do I know everyone else has done it? Fuck yeah. Have you well, repressed it? Yes. <laughs> My story isn't really a great story. I there's a South Park uh, where it's about piss. I don't even remember. I, I've only watched it once because it triggered this event. But that's what I did before I went to bed. It was my wife and I had just been married. Uh, 
we've been married for maybe less than a year. So this is like a great test. Oh, so I had someone in bed with you? I had someone in bed with me. Amazing person. <laughs> I'm so excited. I put, the te- I put it to the test. <laughs> He's over here clapping. No, I so I went to bed <laughs> watching a South Park about piss. And people that are South Park fans will probably know the episode. And I don't remember like exactly <laughs> what the, the premise episode. is. Okay? <laughs> and so piss was on my mind. And I had not learned that you should go to the bathroom before you go to bed if you're me. <laughs> and so, yeah, I woke up hanging out or I woke up in my dream hanging out with South Park pissing everywhere <laughs> and and there's that feeling Were you flat was i fl- no i was running around pissing everywhere <laughs> i was having a you didn't have to move sideways yeah you I have a lot of dimensional <laughs> i actually have a lot more piss stories now that i think about it uh not about just the bed but anyway. we'll just tell this story pissing with cartman so i no, i was pissing with butters butters was the the character and like i he said fred flintstone with. he wouldn't judge you no he, yeah. and he also was the one that he like you know pulls his pants down all the way in the urinal yeah, <laughs> yeah. and stands there and pisses in public but uh, no, and I woke up and my wife was in the bed with me and I'm like terrified because I did not let, it was like one of those dreams where it's like, yeah, let's just piss. And I kind of pissed for a while. And I, I knew the feeling of like warm fucking pants and it's like, that's terrifying, but we're, we're hanging out with Cartman shit. Yeah, I woke up. Hey wife, I pissed the bed. Hey, brand new wife. How much do you love me? How much? We're about to put our marriage to the test. I did. Isn't that putting the marriage to the test? I like a guy who's willing to draw a line in the sand and, you know, see what happens. (laughs) Well, here's the thing about... Draw a line of piss on the sheets. (laughs) Here's the thing about Mrs. Script Keeper. I I used a crayon, maybe, but... (laughs) I should have used a crayon. But uh, it didn't, I don't think, get to her side necessarily. Uh, But no, that's my wife. She's, She's like, well, let's clean it up and go back to bed. And fucking... And it's like, I didn't piss myself since I was eight. So it was just like, what the fuck? So I'm like, something wrong. I'm just embarrassed and, you know, ruined and stuff. And she's like, what? As you should have been. I was, yeah. But it's not like I could help it. Butters told me to. (laughs) Butters showed me the way. And I followed Butters in my little inception. And man, I don't know if you remember waking up in piss pants and a piss shirt in a piss bed. Have you ever... I mean, you pissed yourself. Oh, dude, I was a... Bed wetter. We're gonna get into the psychological shit, but I ended up being a bed wetter between about. Do you start a lot of fires too? How were you with animals? Yeah. Well, I killed that one frog. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, was... we can get into that story sometime. Too. <laughs> I, felt I, sad. I still feel extremely guilty about that. Yeah. Right. Well, anywho, so yeah, that's that, my... that was a deciding moment that I knew. You know, I wasn't a serial killer, and then I had my profession, and now it's questionable. It is questionable so. again. Like yeah. that's kind of a nurture yeah. thing. Like, yeah, like statistically, policing yeah. might have nurtured you into not liking people as yeah. much. <laughs> they, they certainly didn't like you over the course of your career, as far as uh, it's the public is concerned. Yeah. But everybody that met you liked you. Seemed. Minus the people that you were knocking their teeth out because they were fighting you back. <laughs> I don't know what the anyway, fuck. Back to piss story. Well, I think the piss story is over. I think uh, basically the summation of that story is that I have a really good wife. I, I'm very lucky to have the <laughs> yeah. wife. That I, have. I mean, very forgiving. Two point seven fetishes, buddy. I mean, maybe you discovered one and you haven't have followed we, up with this. No, I haven't followed up. I yeah. should get on this. You might so. be missing something. She didn't seem like she was super into it. She might be missing. She didn't. She, she didn't, was, didn't seem super excited about no, that. No, it was I'm less. Sure she's like, oh my god, I she wasn't enthusiastic about. What is yeah, this? What is this exactly. two point seven fetishes thing? Is that like the that's like a legitimate thing? A yeah. So back, I went to this uh, school that was about uh, it was called Sexual Deviance in the New Millennium. Uh, was and it a school? Yeah, it was a school that I went to. It was a week long school that I went to, and really, what it was about. It was about that's the name of the dude, school. Was, oh, that's what the class was called. Okay, the class. It, yeah, not, yeah. I'm, like okay. the building is like fucked hard. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole! You know what I'm talking about. We're nitpicking words now. <laughs> it's like a whole school of sexual deviance. Explain. Where? What was Tell the, me where. Okay. <laughs> what was the cafeteria like? I understand like? your literal 
perspective on that, but, but just fucking don't listen to what I say. Okay, listen to what I mean. Okay, I I'll read between the lines. Again. Anyway, <laughs> the whole point of the class is start out as sexual deviance and ultimately how sexual deviance generally, uh, as far as serial killers go, and we, we kind of touched on this talking about porn last time, um, that ultimately that most serial killers, it started out as sexual deviance, which makes perfect fucking sense. Right. Anyway, within that, the one of the one of the stupid statistics I remember. I guess I guess I'm like, thank God I'm not as fucked up as I thought I was. You know, I'm a little above the average, but so the average person has <laughs> two point yeah, two point seven bit. fetishes. I don't know what the point seven is. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess that's a fuck yeah, I really want it, but I can live without it. You're guess. like, you're like really into know. it. Might be not, the pissing thing. It's like, like I yeah. <laughs> it might it might be the point seven. You never right. know. Yeah, I mean, I, my peeing was felt like you. a full point. <laughs> she didn't leave you. Right. So that's good. She, no, kinda, she fucking made the bed for you. Well, we had to get a new bed eventually, but yeah. Well, she did. We flipped it, you know, together. <laughs> you know. the bed you guys were going to give me, was it? No. <laughs> okay. We That'd be rad. As a team. Hey, I peed here, came over there. We also had a dog that gave birth on this part of the bed. You know, so hope you... That was like six, seven years ago. So. Yeah. This was this was before I moved to California is when this oh, happened. Okay. So this is, I mean, Monique, Monique and I have been together 14 years and it was in that first year. <laughs> and <laughs> we've, uh, I feel like it strengthened our relationship. So my advice to you guys, if you're in a new marriage, piss the bed. Yeah. And well, see what happens. Oh, and you were kind of a new dad at that point. Yeah. yeah. I would take it one step further. Piss on her side of the bed or yes. his side of the bed. Or on their pillow. Yeah. On a pillow. I got it. I got to say, whoever side of the bed is not your side. Yes, take it there. Fuck yeah. yeah. Really, <laughs> I, I, I do have to, have to add this. When I woke up terrified that I pissed myself in, with my new wife, who I knew was kick ass, and I, you know she dealt with some other weird things and stuff. I was like, how do I blame the dog? <laughs> I see. I, and again, I would. I was like, the I kids. bet Molly. We had a dog. We had a German Shepherd named Molly. Big dog. Could have pissed the bed like that. Oh, what did Molly do? I'm covered in piss and stuff. But I'm like, it went through my mind hardcore. It's like, I could blame the dog. How do I blame the dog? But it's a lot. But it's a lot. So you could have actually just grabbed Anthony. Right. And thrown him, him on the bed. Put him in the bed with you guys. And wake up. Oh, my God. Oh, our dude. child crawled in the <laughs> bed. He'd still be warm. So you'd be like, oh, my God. What's he doing? And then by then, you lay him in it. So the front of him is wet. Right. So yeah, I should have totally thought about that. I know that. him. He would have taken that bullet. He would have. He's yeah. a sweet. Yeah. He's a good yeah. kid. He definitely would have. So, <laughs> he would have. Yep. so how, how old were the kids um, when they came into your life? Uh, Antonio was seven or eight. I think seven. And then Britt was 13 or so so it was kind of weird for the jumping into the teenage like maybe yeah 12 13 so you had a teenager that, but you had the one which kind of leads into the the whole kids on kids act like they're on meth right thing. let's get into that oh my god so let's, let's talk about that so, so my in kids, my life my right kids now, didn't seem like they were like <laughs> meth when i but I, again stepdad jumping into it they were really cool to me yeah. but go ahead let's, yeah i mean in my life right now shit. you know i i have children involved and and, uh, you know, they're younger, they're, uh, three and five, which I've met around a three and a five year old in a long time. Right. I, you know, I kind of forgot, you know, and you know, if I ever saw kids, it was at work, you know, I'd go in and be the, you know, dial a dad or, yeah, exactly. you know, whatever. And, and then leave. So I could, you know, I didn't, but you know, I, I could be mean, I could be nice, you know, whatever. I got to walk away. So <laughs> it's kids are so damn funny. Cause I had to learn pretty quick. Oh, they're not adults. You can't talk to them like adult. You got to talk to them like a child. Right. You know, to get the end and you get negotiation is really big. It, it, give them a voice and they can do it. But what I don't understand is the amount of energy that they have. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm in pretty good shape, but it is hard to keep up. It just to keep up with a kid. And it just, you know, of course, by profession for many years, I'm like, what, what children remind me of 
is like literally trying to take care of somebody that is high on meth. Right. It is fucking <laughs> insane. I mean, who gets up at five in the morning, kind of rubbing their eyes and they're like, you know, come say good morning. And then all of a sudden, total yeah. silence. Like, exactly. Just absolute scream. And then, no, I mean, the only people I've seen do that, people on meth do that. Right. And then they just go off on little tangents to nobody at the wall crying and screaming you can't understand what they're saying again right. like a meth head and it just seems like it's like a hallucination or they'll be playing with a toy and for no reason at all stand up and just chuck it. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I why believe, i believe they call that yeeting now. they yeeted that's yes that's what the youth yeah, refer to that yeah yes. i've heard that term a Yeet. few times yep <laughs> and you can see that kind of yeetage downtown spokane anytime you, you want that? yeetage yeetage <laughs> nice and, yeah it's really it's like <laughs> I've dealt with that so much. It's like I can deal with a three and five year old acting like that easier than I can an adult. But it, yeah. the similarities are just awesome. <laughs> Listen to you, little crackhead. Yeah. Stop it. Put your yeah. toy down. Stop beating uh, your sister. The, yeah, the constant movement and just the outbursts of it, it can be laughter. It can be just crying for no reason. Like literally standing there. Ah, yeah. What? What's wrong? There's nothing wrong. They don't know. It's just an emotion that hit them. It, so that brain, it's just what we are as humans is so crazy to me because yeah. that it's like satisfy me satisfy right satisfy me right now i don't really care <laughs> yeah this is what i want and if someone else has it i want that too mm -hmm. whatever it is that's a and that's interesting like worst. observing kids is, is fascinating to me i've never been driven to have any of my own <laughs> thus far but i i do enjoy observing kids especially kids when they're only interacting with kids you know what i mean where there's no adult yeah, influence because yeah. it's like it's that's a that's a chief one of the chief factors in my firm belief that people are not fundamentally good by default like I'm oh like, come spend, on spend no, and you and i agree I, on that children are terrible me and zach disagree on Ch this, children but, are terrible but but, first but it's like that. you you you're taught to behave in a way that's not shitty like every child i've ever seen interacting with other children we don't in, have getting into some kind of altercation or the way like you know that's that thing. I want that. I'm, and if you don't give it to me, I'm going to hit you or I'm going to scratch you or I'm going to scream and try to get somebody else to take it from you. Right. You know, it's just that like, manipu yeah. the manipulation, Kids the ability ma to manipulate <laughs> by default yeah. the, to the, the, to have the ability to manipulate is just so naturally ingrained and is to get the things that you want because yes, inherently we're, I think we're extremely selfish and, and mean, you know, and well, I think we're just subject to our <laughs> we're just subject to our baser instincts, you know. Like we're, we we come out mm -hmm. mostly lizard brain, and then we cultivate into something, you know. So, but the lizard brain is arguably shitty. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> think know? the survival instinct in people is pretty hard uh, to get through. But little kids are terrible, and then they learn empathy, and uh, they, Most can, of they them. Can, yeah, yeah. I mean, not all of them can, <laughs> but a lot of them learn empathy, and they begin like there's a. a place where kids are really nice there's a little and you're kind of in it actually they're getting into it where it's they're still shitty they're shittier than most adults well they're then when you get to a teenagers when, the, when you put in the the hormones of stuff they're the worst that they'll ever be ever because now they are sophisticated liars as, as sophisticated as they can be <laughs> and and that really leads to like ten thousand other things where you're like fuck just do it oh god you're and you're getting f's too fuck me you know as a parent you're like okay but uh and then you get better. You basically, like they most, become what I was. I don't think right. that. I don't think that but, counter counteracts. But then you my get theory, better though. after. I don't think that counteracts my theory because the base operating system seems to be. I wasn't trying to seems to be yeah. shitty. Right. <laughs> I was trying to build bonnet. <laughs> well, anyway, well. the whole point of this was: yeah, it's awesome to watch little kids act like like meth heads, like meth heads, and it's so. And, and yeah, maybe that would 
freak other people out. To, for me, it's total entertainment. It right. just makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> it's like, God damn. And at myself, and you know guy. what? I get to learn stuff about myself right. through the whole process, so it's pretty cool. Heck yeah. So, yeah. Cool. I've learned a lot about myself, too. <laughs> I'll in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I learned you learned you have 2.7 fetishes. Yeah. yeah and then your friend pissed the bed on, on his wife, basically. That, <laughs> you know, whatever. That Monique has a has a high threshold of forgiveness. <laughs> has a high threshold of patience. Yeah, patience is. It was thing. awesome that you guys segued segued before my pee the bed story because I did. I, <laughs> I know I said I was going to tell it, but I'm like, I don't really want to. tell Oh, you it didn't right tell now. it, did you? <laughs> no. You actually. Oh, that's right. He tricked me. He's <laughs> oh, like, he I, we both you said ours, and then yeah, that's right. You son of a bitch. All right, <laughs> I learned that about you guys. Infoscottcast.com. <laughs> if you really want to hear Shaden's uh, piss the bed story next week, uh, let us know. Although, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. although we won't know. Ah, damn it. There's no way for them to do that because yes. we're ahead of once. Damn it. Because yeah. it's going to be two episodes before we get to that. <laughs> just send it. us anyway. And we'll, we'll do a special episode in the fourth one. All about Shaden's peace. It'll story. be future Patreon content that I never want anyone to know about me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But that's behind the paywall. And, you know. So, but yeah. not, on to- yeah. not, not off topic. Uh, well, off topic for today. But what we have started talking about. That's actually a fun conversation that we always have about if people are born. Bad. Yeah, we've bad or let's talk about. We've debated that actually at, at length. I think the science is cl- the science. I think that many, the science. I love, so I love that term. I'm, that's like that my anti-term. I hate when people say the science, and yet I do things because I'm a hypocrite. But most of the time, when I look into the scientific data, they're talking about the more they've they've discovered about the brain, the more they find out that your your base personality is genetic. So down to political, like, because politics is based on some sort of morality, not really that much anymore, but (laughs) collectivism and individuality are very different things. And people have proclivities towards that just genetically. And you kind of see that in some of the data. So if if your dad's a Republican and you you can't believe that, you know, blah, 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 it's like he might just have that ingrained in him in a little bit. Not the Republican Party, but the ideas of smaller government, leave me alone, that kind of thing, which is embraced somewhat by the right, etc., that's just genetic but they think it's about 80% of a personality is genetic and 20% is the nurture stuff so which is still our language our religion our fucking philosophies and those kind of things but your natural proclivity that's crazy 80% 80% well we think about no way yeah I don't know if I I don't have to look at that that's crazy I'll show you some of the some of the things I would love to see some of that that blows my mind but it also like when we do all the research for like say the dipshit files or when I was doing time suck you know, a lot of the the things you want to do is make a good story. Like, how did this person get all fucked up? And then you look at it and you're like, oh, that's what most people go through. Or, you know, okay, he was abused, but I know five or six people that were hardcore abused and that would never hurt anything. You know, so it's not, it, nurture doesn't affect people. Maybe nurture affects certain people a certain way, but that's genetic anyway, right? Well, so, haven't they also figured out that it's the, the amount of nurture between certain years or more productive than others sure between i didn't look into that so i can't speak to that so i i mean i would believe that more so than everything's just ingrained in you yes i mean we are we i'd say i'd say we're born with our personalities exactly that's what i mean but we're not born with our morals we have to learn what we have to develop what our morals are we have it but the thing about it there's some debate on that too because a lot of people will say well you can't you know I'm i'm a dirty atheist so they say well how can you have morality if you don't believe in god and it's like well monkeys have morality so there you go. That's my answer. Is I that guess, it's it's a like, baseline? So I, think, I think that the thing that that doesn't really account for is that morality 
Because, like, okay, you could say, well, this person ended up being a very moral person, but they were raised in a very immoral environment by two very immoral people or however many people raised mm-hmm. them, you know. But you can learn morality and develop morality from immorality. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe but, but in, can you, in how people... Because it's just like, ooh, I don't like the way that turned out, so I'm going to try to cultivate my surroundings but your idea, in the opposite direction. The thing is, is a lot of people think about morality and they, they know what morality is, but to be moral is action. Mm-hmm. And so to... Cohen, to have it go with your your mind match what you your your actions match what you think about things is the big trick and I think you know that's also genetic where yeah I know the information is right but I'm not going to do it or I, or it's too hard you know that's a genetic thing some people can flip like that when they hear a new idea they're like I will never go back to the way I was before today and that's that's genetic I think I, I don't hmm. think that's something you can learn where it's like I just I'm a go-getter and I'm a I'm a self-starter I don't think you just become a self-starter I think you can you can work your way into doing it you can set your alarms and stuff but the instinct of you to just like oh yeah that's the fucking right thing to do I'm going to do that now I mean, that's convincing for most of us, myself included. It's like I have to convince my subconscious somehow. I got to figure out some like mental <laughs> tricks to fucking figure out how to do that. Inception. Yeah, exactly. Where we go again, and then I piss myself, and my so wife covers really it up all for just me. Supports that it's more learned than than ingrained. I think. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm kind of I'm kind of uncomfortable with that, and this isn't I'm, this isn't a scientific rebuttal by any means. It's just my personal feelings on it. But it's like I don't. Anything that kind of borders on predestination, whatever. You, you know, hated the midichlorians in Star Wars, didn't you? I don't care for that. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> care for it because I'm a big, I'm a big fan of like personal agency. I know what the and, fuck you, you just know. said, Zach. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that yeah. one went that's right a, over. That's right all right. Over it's a, it's a yeah. People like to be like the idea of Jedi's, and then they they ruined it with no, science. Well, not all people. Hashtag not all. <laughs> the people that like Star Wars were. Uh, you, can't, you can't hashtag and be anti Star Wars. You have to pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> See, and I don't even know if you fucking got me on that one because I've never watched See? them. That's why. Well, now pick. I watch number one. You <laughs> can't swim in these waters, dude. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I, but so I think that's we're what I'm saying, about. though. I, I, you get what I'm saying with that. I just, I don't really. I, it's I, super like, uncomfortable it, to think that it, you have it, no it agency. It's just like, okay, so I'm just this way because something, some, you know, some soup of DNA decided but you can also embrace that though too well you didn't have a choice that's the thing and that might just be the reality I think that just bugs me yeah (laughs) dude every time Dan and I went back and forth like this on the secret suck because he doesn't he also fights that too uh, and I'm, I'm not like I want it to be that way. This isn't like Zach like it, thinks kinda, that you're just like, stuck the way you are. It's like no, I just want to know what true is. I think I really don't like it because it's antithetical to personal, like personal responsibility in my mind. But it's know? not it's like if it's if it's eighty percent, you didn't have a choice. Then I was can just I really born this way. Well, how many times that is that a defense? You know? Right. For, well, Behavior. I guess that's where the twenty I mean, percent comes in. Exactly. Exterior behaviors. You know? But the twenty percent is huge. That's the thing. It just it goes to show you just how big. Uh, genetics is because like the reason that we interpret the world that we do is through a lot of our our philosophy but the reason that we we step into that philosophy and that we embrace it is because of our natural proclivities to be like yeah I don't really want the collective greater good to run my life because I think that Mm. people will just be destroyed like all throughout history they'll just fuck individuals so I guess I lean more towards I think the best way to organize society and cooperate is let individuals be individuals and that's my, but that's my nature. Mm. Like no matter what, I've read the Communist Manifesto three times. I've read as much of Das Kapital from Karl Marx as I can. I've read so many treaties on socialism and communism and collectivism, and fascism, which is a kind of collectivism. Uh, all of these things, and 
no matter what, they have some great arguments. They really do. There's some great arguments in there. I can't get with it because my nature is, I think that's bad for me. I think that's bad for my neighbor. I think that's going to make it so we don't cooperate as well. And there's almost no way for me to see how it could work. But your nature has been developed by everything that you've experienced within your life. For sure. It's not that you didn't think that, you know, prior to being. There's, well. That that wasn't necessarily ingrained in you before you were born, which is what I think you're trying to say that it mostly is. Maybe I hated communism, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up just being like, fuck them commies. (laughs) Fuck Mao Zedong and Stalin. What started was, you know, Shade and I both believe, you know, I mean, you you have to teach a child that empathy. They is know taught, that they yeah. can't. They automatically steal a cookie. You have to teach them that it's wrong. Right. I mean, most of the laws within our society, the, the criminal laws, uh, murder. Obviously, that's a fucking. We all know that's a bad thing, right? But right. some people kill, you know. But uh, it, it is an instinct of ours, you know, assaulting, breaking shit when we're mad, you know. I mean, that are that these are all crimes that occur i mean even the bad ones fuck the arsons the rapes and shit i think that as animal as the animals that we are those behaviors are actually instinctual mm-hmm. and then throughout growth and in society there's rules and regulations to keep you from being what you naturally would be and you learn how to not be mm-hmm. that it doesn't mean that those instincts necessarily disappear but you can you can definitely I, curb them with I, I started this by saying that monkeys have morality and then Shaden got pissed. And then we, <laughs> but let me let me throw it this way. Like that's the thing, though. I wasn't I wasn't trying to butter your toast, dude. <laughs> I'm just like, but no, like fundamental morality is is an understanding. This is how I survive. It's all about our personal individual survival. That's really what what it is. That's what morality is. We know not to. Like, like the Ten Commandments, people give like, we, if we didn't have the Ten Commandments in the Bible, people would have never fucking figured out life. We got to <laughs> stick by that. And it's like, well, the people that came up with that or, you know, that God gave to him were running around the desert for 40 years, not killing each other, not lying about each other in court, not taking each other's wives and, and stealing each other's oxen and shit, you know, Meh, maybe before. No, they wouldn't have survived if they were interested in killing each other randomly and lying in court. There was some. There's always going to be sociopaths that don't play by the same rules. That's genetic. It's but just the way it is. in the desert, no one can hear them when you kill them. So. <laughs> right. So you solve that problem. Well, so we don't know how many actually died, but they did a head count and it seemed like it was pretty good. But what I'll happens say, yeah, is... Yeah, no witnesses of crime didn't occur, so... What, what I think... I don't know if this is true or not, but I think a lot of... Like, laws are just government rules. The rules are things that we know instinctually as people to survive. Monkeys don't have laws. Monkeys don't have government. They have uh, maybe... (laughs) Monkeys kill each other. Right. But monkeys have consequences. They do. That's the thing. We all have consequences. Mm -hmm. But they naturally have an idea, like, if I work together, uh, if we work together and not hurt each other, we will survive longer. And that is what we're doing as people. And that's... So we're embracing all of these weird things that are coming as communism, capitalism, all these different things, knowing that we are just, we need to collectively survive. We need to cooperate to survive. And I, and I guess maybe that's that. morality. And the morality is, is that I don't want to kill you because that makes it so I'm uncomfortable and then I can't survive as well. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to do this. The, the herd will not let me survive as well if I hurt you. So I won't hurt you. And a lot of people don't want to hurt each other because they make a relationship. I'd never want to hurt you because I like you. And so the morality kind of goes from there. But, but what it's about, very what, much what instinctual. What about when your whole group decides that it's okay to hurt a whole other group? That's spooky. And you still feel you still feel 
like there's some some people will feel okay because of that because mm-hmm. they're like well i had permission but there's still people that feel like Remorseful. not okay and in that sense it's not necessarily directly tied to survival because your tribe you're like you're good there you well know, like, i think it is tied to survival because you know i'm not saying that's that we're perfect morality but the morality might very be like we're instinctively biologically almost all of us tribal as fuck so yeah. when the tribe is doing something it, it goes against your survival to not do what the, most of the time to not do not what, do what they, your tribe is doing exactly absolutely. so if they're going to war and they justify it i mean well but that's what i'm saying if you feel because morality is like you know like it, it, a part of morality has to be the way that it sits with you right that's mm-hmm. like that's the whole premise of H- it. hence so why there's that's so the, the subject in morality yeah. you, do, you go along with it for the sake of survival but it sits with you not well mm-hmm. is that necessarily a product of is the morality side of that the part that's inside of you that doesn't sit well with it is that tied directly to survival or or not yeah yeah. well i think the feeling that you have is your your biology going that's wrong compared to everything that i know and what i feel but my tribalism outweighs the morality because my morality is Mm -hmm. my to my tribe my loyalty and yeah and survival so they'll turn on me if i don't i mean i understand that what i'm talking about is our animals and i'm not the guy to to answer these questions really you know (laughs) i mean i'm just saying that i mean we i believe we have evolved as humans to what we are now from you know who the fucking troglodytes i guess yeah yeah whatever yeah or jesus it's coin flip (laughs) aliens something um but uh anyway so but we've gone from from more of an animal to (laughs) more you know to sentient obviously so obviously we're developing ways to try to curb our animalistic behaviors that still exist Mm -hmm. in us today and will for millions of years Mm -hmm. and i think that even though we have the knowledge of of all these things of what we're supposed to do all of us still do shit wrong yeah. intentionally biology it's um, our, it's when they say it's our nature to do these things and, like and generally it's when we're trying we to get us to stop generally it's when we think we can get away with it you know that's why i say you know the whole you know million dollars in a suitcase you're going to be really hard pressed to find somebody to not take that even though we have deemed that in society as wrong if i found a billion dollar suitcase they would be getting. You're they would gonna be getting, get whacked. They'd but, be getting nine hundred some odd million back. Yeah, yeah, you're totally gonna be gonna get whacked for having that. But, sure, but that's not the point. Live it up till you do. I mean, you're gonna die someday anyway. Just, yeah. I mean, it's not a matter of if we're gonna die. It's a matter of what stories they tell about you. So I'd want to know a lot more about the. Billion That'd be a dollars. really cool story, like, by the way. Whose billion dollars? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Whose billion dollars is it? Uh, what were they going to do with it? I, I think I could. I could come up with a good plan for uh, why I should keep a hundred million dollars of it or so. Yeah, I uh, I think I would I would probably do nothing with it for a good while. Like I would just sit on it for quite some time, you know, and see just if just swim in see it. If, just see if anything turned up. Like put it put it somewhere that somebody's gonna miss is, a billion dollars. That's what I mean, though. That's what I'm like. So I'm gonna see if <laughs> if, how heavy if I'm part of that. You'd probably look that shit up, I guess. Because if I'm not part of that equation, yeah. like if they don't come looking specifically for me, then they must not know or suspect that I would have it. So I'll just lay low for and a year or five, you know, right. and, by the and way, just my live my normal was... life. And then I'll start creatively dispersing it little bits at a time in many directions so until you're saying I'm set up. A million doesn't buy you your morality, but a billion does is basically what you just said. Because I was talking about a million dollars in a suitcase. My point is I think that, uh, you know, even the honest of all honest, uh, if they – 100% knew they could get away with it to benefit their life they would take it in that situation yeah I think, which I think which most people would 
in the concept of what we're talking about, that is considered bad within our society. That mm-hmm. is a that is a law that is broken because we know as human beings whether there's a law or not, we're not supposed to fucking take shit that's not ours. Right. But you know, finders keepers and uh, finders fees and whatnot. So <laughs> again, so a justification within morality. No, that, I think that's just logistics. It's like that very fucking, I that, found it, bro. That very Here's few people shit. share, or that very few people don't share. That's my whole point. No, I get it. Well, I think people are. Uh, if you can better your life, people will try and better their life. I mean, and money is the thing that does that. So we're taking of, advantage of people. It's there's an that. interesting. There's that too, but that's another. That's a bridge too far. Just finding a, a briefcase and going, oh fuck, this is cool. You know, compared to. I need to punch this guy to get that briefcase. Well, it's I, would, yeah, I would just make I need to <laughs> a point that, again, a lot of that exists, too. And sure. Probably okay. probably less of the amount of people are going to go to that measure if they're generally good people. Right. But or there's if, a lot of middle-of-the-road people that are like, well, I can justify it for this because I'm, you know, I'm fucking hungry. So not I think a lot of people's morality hinges on how comfortable they are, for sure. You were going to say something, though. Sorry. But I might have cut you off to no, wait. I forgot I, what no, it was. I was, I was <laughs> about to go off on a bit of a tangent so i'm glad i I, you didn't let me interrupt you but (laughs) but, uh it's just interesting for me to think about the 80 percent 20 percent thing that you were talking about because it's so put framing it that way in my mind if it's 80 percent you're designed that way genetically Mm -hmm. and 20 percent is the intellectual side of you that it is nurture i guess but that's what kind of develops your your intellectual capability to interact with your own survival instincts right in my mind so it's interesting to frame it that way because it's almost more it almost seems like more credit should be due f- by you overriding like choosing to override your your genetic oh absolutely you know what i'm saying like it's it's if you can take that 20 percent and use it to <laughs> temper the other 80 yes. percent that you well, started with it's it's more impressive at absolutely that point, like know? look at the body for example like if you just have naturally a proclivity to have diabetes in your or heart disease in your family that's genetic but if you choose not to eat the things and live the lifestyle that makes that a chance like make that flip on to where then oh, now you got cancer uh that's you know that's great that's overcoming genetics in a way so uh, but then it's your fair. genetics of your mind to be like well i'm fucking i'm not gonna do that because i'm yeah. risking that you know so it's so i guess i guess to be fair then what i'm what i'm really putting forth at the beginning of all this is just considering that 20 percent people are mostly shitty (laughs) (laughs) okay like whether or not we're designed fundamentally shitty perhaps some debate but (laughs) well and the other portion of that too is a generally shitty person doesn't mean they're always shitty either i mean there are there you know hashtag not all again and i don't know about star wars (laughs) we're talking about god damn it but uh you know even shitty people can do good things oh absolutely you know your actions just as much as any good person if if you know, in the right circumstances, can do something shitty. So I think the shitty outweighs the good. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I I don't. I think that people. I mean, people are generally overwhelmingly good, is what I think. And and I think it's obvious in all the people that I've met. But minus I, I know your dead mom. She was really sweet. And I know I've that. met. I'm a musician. I've met thousands <laughs> of people. I've not met a lot of <laughs> shitty people in my life. Like I know a lot. I've been businessman too, so I've met some real fucking shitty people. But they're few and far between. Actual like people that are actively working to fuck you over, 
that are uh, that are your enemy that you, you're not aware of or whatever. Very few people in my life have I ever met that are like that. And as a musician, there's a lot of competition between people. And, and I, I'd like to say I think a lot of musicians, there's a lot of drug use and a lot of weird shit. There are a lot of shitty narcissistic fucks in in music but overwhelmingly Preach. it's mainly not <laughs> and i guess i you know understand i mean you know because of you know my career path that's all i dealt with was even if i was dealing with a good person they had an involvement with a shitty person yeah you know yeah time, a lot of time it doesn't matter who i was dealing with both parties were shitty You're like, well it's oh, not huh? it's not absolute either it's not like i mean somebody could be shitty for a good portion of their life and then not be shitty yep. at another mm-hmm. point you know so like yeah. i don't and i'm not i'm not i didn't mean by saying that people are just fundamentally shitty i didn't mean that like the the vast majority of everybody clear up what you mean then because that's what i think no because no, I'm, think? I'm saying we start out that way and we and we you we, can learn to not be or to, not oh we're we huge cunts yeah. and i think a lot of i think a lot of people perhaps the overwhelming majority learn well enough to at, at least come out of the wash with like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a good person, but I don't think that you start that way. No, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think, that's I think, what I'm saying. I think the biology of a child is, I mean, you're a little scientist. That's what you are. We're a scientist until we're taught not to be. And cause you're like, what, what does this taste like? <laughs> like? Like Dr. Jekyll kind of like, Yeah. Well, okay. and also playing doctor and stuff. Like <laughs> those kind of things. But I did that. I did that young. Did you? Me too. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the point, though. Yeah. It was yeah. Yeah, I played. I, okay, so although I, it's more okay, fun. Okay, that to was def- when you get older. definitely naturally ingrained in me. Was the, <laughs> sexual? Like, well, the, the sexual desire for girls and women, and, yeah. and wanting to, yeah. Look at it like this: yeah. like to learn, yeah. Like you and can having knowledge of shit that I shouldn't have knowledge, and not really. I, I, of course, I, I'm sure I blocked it out to some psychiatrist, but <laughs> it was, just seems to be naturally ingrained. Yeah. Well, how about this? Uh, nurture. You can is all the information in the world. It's all of our concepts. It's all the math and stuff. Are you nurturing me right now? I'm nurturing you right now. Uh, but your IQ is your IQ. Like, stop going for his chest. He didn't say nursing. <laughs> nurture. I got nurture. my breasts have shrunk just, over there. I didn't bring any water. I'm thirsty. I'm <laughs> but I got, s- I got some meat for you. <laughs> but like IQ, it, it, IQ is something that a lot of people I think wish that they could get a higher IQ by working hard, studying those kind of things. And I mean, that, that leads to nurture. It's like you can study your ass off, but you will never have, it will never increase your IQ. You will only hit the maximum amount that you're capable of. The only way that... See, it, I'm too dumb to even dispute what you just said. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> not. I guess. <laughs> but like, right. Look at it like this. The only thing, according to science, and you guys can prove me wrong here if you'd like, the only thing you can really do in your life to increase your IQ to its maximum is eat healthy, be healthy, uh, do those kind of things. Have healthy cells so your brains are, have healthy brain cells. The only thing a parent can do is, according to the science, and I'm not shaming anybody that doesn't want to do this or can't do this. You said it again. It's breast, the, science. the science. According to the... <laughs> according to the... Science. The only science. According to mainly the, but also science. Uh, breastfeeding is the, is the thing that can increase... Uh, your IQ as a child. That's the only thing that yeah, another person can do. I was just trying to increase my IQ yeah. a minute ago. So, <laughs> That's a nursing. So what you need to do is sister. you need to find a lactating female that likes you <laughs> and ask her very nicely if you can participate in that. No. And actually, That's literally send her to my sister. So, but my point is... a point of curiosity, have they ever studied if that, like, can you, like, belatedly? <laughs> like, is it only during development I, or can you just, like, because... I challenged you to take on that study. <laughs> Double blind... <laughs> And I'll I'm pure. not sure I'm the one to approach the drinking <laughs> breast milk as an adult study. Yeah, I think when they say double blind, that's, I think you're the, supposed to be blindfolded, not them. 
<laughs> You're both supposed to be blindfolded. I think is what like that. I'm being painted into a weird <laughs> corner of breast milk. And I feel and like not. you could get some people to help peer review that and falsify that. We're talking general. about boobs, and then I say I'm something, not. then bring them to my sister. So I must clarify. My sister was a lactation specialist for years. So right. They don't was, know that. They yeah, just thought I mean, you were real lag- gross. I used to call her the nipple Nazi. She I didn't, didn't know that either. I was actually kind of puzzled by that. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to clarify that. I just throw on my one of my. I got nine sisters. I got nine women that could be really pissed off at me if they listen to this and like what about me anyway, what, I think about, we should edit out him explaining this and leave that comment just <laughs> that should be the whole episode oh, so <laughs> just on awesome. actually I'll talk to some sisters I haven't talked to in years just so they can yell at me it'd be fantastic <laughs> alright well we didn't plan on talking about nature and nurture uh, I would say both, you're both wrong and fun. I'm correct I'd say you're a cunt and we're awesome yeah. <laughs> alright have more friends yeah. info at skycast.com <laughs> yeah. we'll figure this out but let's go let's talk about our hardest jobs that we've ever had that was something that we were we were tickled by last week, but I haven't thought about it since. I'm not Have sure. Have you figured yours out yet? Not really. So okay. you go first. Oh, me first. Or right. you first. Either of you can go first. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, my worst job was working at a lumber mill um, up in Canada, and it wasn't necessarily because I've known a lot of people since then. It gave me a really poor outlook on lumber mills in general. Like. I was just like, they're all like anybody who does this is insane. They're out of their mind because it's it's the worst hell, you know. But I've talked to people since as an adult that had a great experience working in lumber mills. Mine was just especially shitty. Why? Um, because it was in it. So I grew up in a very very small town in British Columbia, and it was just outside of that town. So it was like the the hick. <laughs> Fill in maple syrup the joke hip, here. The Hick yeah. Cedar Mill, where it was like nobody really gave too much of a shit about safety regulations or giving you proper gear or having good like accommodations for you. Actually, they did. Like, it was just him. It was just me. They about. really didn't like me. Right? They're like, well, to, let him to die. be fair, and I understand. I don't blame them now. In retrospect, no, it was it was just like I would go. You start you on the green chain, which is just pulling the big, heavy, wet, long pieces of rough cut timber off of a big, long belt and stacking it in piles. But they have to be the right piles, and you got to do it fast, otherwise it gets backed up and people scream at you. Ah. you know, and uh, and it's all your fault. So, oh, and you were emo then, yes. Um, so yeah. so that was extra hard for getting screamed. I'm still emo. I don't think I ever stopped. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, I don't know about that way. You got a little bit, I guess. But <laughs> you don't have the black, I'm never gonna black hair. And I don't think emo color. ever goes away. I had eyeliner on literally last night. <laughs> yeah, same. same hey, you know what? I can't talk shit about the eyeliner. I was an 80s butt rocker. There you go. I wore fucking it leopard It makes the eyes pop. Whether you're male or female, it's fucking hey, great. Hey, you know what? I, you know, I'm a big like, fan. I'm about it. I just have to get laid, you know. You got to do what you got to do. I learned you had to look like a chick to get laid. No. <laughs> Even back then. Yeah. You might be onto something. Actually. <laughs> I never I, felt like I, I, had I to tried do. to. I tried to dispute that just off the cuff, and I was like, hmm. "No, I can't think of a single." <laughs> I will say in the '90s, in the '90s, the grunge era, it was a little different for yeah. me. It was just yeah, you had to look like you got out of a goddamn garbage can. I had to look like I lived in Washington State, and I could do that. You know, I think I, it my really dad just comes down. Shit. You have to look like you took time to give a shit about your appearance. I think that's really what well, no, we fucked. You did, don't look like you. Did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care. I totally fucked up your story. Anyway, you hated the lumber job, pulling oh. green. Yeah, so they started on the green chain, and I so I developed this. Um, so there's a, I learned this because of this injury, but there's a tendon in your forearm that comes from the outside of your elbow and runs across your your 
whatever the forearm bone is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm showing my low IQ right now. <laughs> the dictationist. I don't know what anyway, it is. Anyway, so you it, it crosses over right just about uh, four fingers width above your wrist, and it hooks into your thumb, and that's the tendon that lets you do you know thumbs up, thumbs down. Right. So kind of important. My because of the repetitive action of the way that I had to stack and and sticker these piles of wood. I wore through the the sheathing around that tendon that keeps it like from grinding against the bone, and so my tendon was literally just like creaking against the bone with nothing oh. between it. So it was causing me really weird nerve pain, and I had about a swollen like oh. ping pong ball Shit. in that spot on my arm. And I'm you know so as as a guitar player and a video gamer and a masturbator everything happens with my hand <laughs> I need this, yeah. so this I is like, what makes me a fucking human so in, in my mind i'm like this is the worst thing that could ever happen to me mm. something's wrong i have to fix it you know so i go walk my ass to the foreman and i'm like i'm like look at this like can i please have like a couple weeks off or something or work in a different position mm. like like just to fix this you know and he he looked at it and he went not happens to a lot of people buy a wrist brace get back to work i was like <gasps> what the <laughs> like, fuck? I play how guitar. dare you? That's in, my picking hand. In bro. his defense, I did buy a wrist brace and it went away after a couple weeks of me freaking out. But, but it it really really sucked. And you know, so I was like, okay, that's how this job's gonna be. Fast forward about a month. There's a big industrial wood chipper. It's like two stories tall, and that's where all and the waste died. wood goes. And I died. Fuck. And I'm not actually here. You fell into yeah, it. And I died. actually literally died. <laughs> <laughs> so all these waste conveyors from different parts of the mill go, and they end up in this chipper, right? And there was a main conveyor belt that a lot of the belts dump into, and it got clogged up one day. And I happened to be the closest person to the foreman when it got clogged up, and... He looks at me and he goes, run up in there and clear that out. And I was like, okay, let me go put my lock on the power switch. Because we all had padlocks we carry for that kind of stuff. Like, nobody can turn this on until I'm done doing what I'm doing for safety. Yeah. He goes, no, it's all the way upstairs. We need to get back to work. Just I'll make sure nobody turns it on. And I'm like, you're downstairs and so am I. How are you going to do that? And he's like, he's like, I don't want you arguing with me. We need to get back to work. Just climb up in there. And I was like... With all due respect, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not crawling into the belt that leads into a two-story wood chipper <laughs> without making sure nobody can turn it on first. Oh, just because you're lazy, you fuck. Yeah. So like, you can send some other dipshit up in there, or you can fire me right now. I'm not going. You know. So what do you do? He sent another guy up in there. <laughs> so nice. the kid's like, I'll go. I was like, <laughs> Thank more crap. power to you. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to turn the thing yeah, on. It's clear. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how that guy died. And so that's why Shaden's kind of a manslaughter guy. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, because I'm fundamentally shitty. I started out this way. It's genetics. It's not my fault. <laughs> He's trying, though. He's trying real hard to get better. I'm working on it. <laughs> so you're a police officer, sir. We're a police officer. Was uh, yeah. that your worst job ever? No. Mm, I didn't think Are you so. kidding me? That was entertaining. That was hell. a great job. I know. So go to work to not feel as bad about my own life. <clears throat> Worked out pretty good. Um, no, my worst job, I was 16. So, I mean, I used to sell acid when I was a kid. So I got a job from one of my clients, which, you know, probably should have told me it was going to be a shitty job. Right. But I ended up being a short order cook for this mom and pop restaurant in, I think it's Beaverton, Oregon. I don't even remember the name of the place, but at the time, you know, you know, I had the eyeliner and the long hair still at 16. And so I had to put my hair up in a ponytail and that was, that pissed me off. And then just fuck it was so goddamn hot in there i could i didn't know how to cook was one of the biggest problems <laughs> and a lot of people like to come to that place and i would just fuck up orders oh, i would give them my the wrong God. shit and then they'd send it back and it uh, just tastes terrible it was fucking awful well the only good part about it was they had wine 
also people didn't notice after 10 o'clock. So I started drinking oh. when I got to work. <laughs> so, yeah, so now I'm a shitty short order cook who's, who's fucking up everybody's shit and drunk and fucking it up again. But it, these people, they didn't, well, I didn't have the job very fucking long, but they didn't fire me. And even about the wine, after about three weeks, they finally figured it out. And I went to grab a bottle of wine. There's this big black ink mark on where it's at. <laughs> You're like, that's about me. They that's had it marked. Fine. I'm like, oh, fuck. But you know what? They didn't say shit. Nice. Because obviously, I mean, you know, their other option was the guy that I sold acid to, who was generally on acid at work, <laughs> who probably did a better job than me on acid than I could <laughs> as a 16-year-old fucking I've never retard. eaten anything that you've cooked. I, don't I think. have. I, I'm actually a pretty good cook now. I mean, I make shit up all the time. Yeah. Nice. Um, it was all right. We mostly cooked on the barbecue when I lived. Well, there. yeah. I mean, that's like, <laughs> is that really cooking? I mean, it's what dudes do. It yeah. is for the most part. Dude, people cooked over open fire before we had stoves. It's preferred I would, cooking. I would for say sure. it's more cooking. Yeah, but it, yeah, I can be pretty creative with some shit now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this. My wife barbecues. She's the barbecue of our house. Yeah, but she so, is the man of the house. I yeah, agree. Okay. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Shots fired. I'll, I'll take that. All right. I, well, the thing, I know your wife. I can beat no, her arm wrestling. That's all I can do. You can. The rest of the stuff she can do. Leg that's, wrestling. That's, that's she also too. knows more about cars by a lot. She knows yeah. more about cars than both of you guys, too. Oh, absolutely. Just, and and yeah. you know what? I applaud her for it. That's great. I don't applaud her because she's a woman. I applaud her because she's a human she's being. A she knows human. more shit than I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? If that's a resource for me, that's fantastic. Whatever. You were just yeah. saying, you're not a man unless you barbecue. And I just wanted to let you know <laughs> I'm not a man. No, I was saying I know your wife. And absolutely, she's a man of house. That's good. Fair enough. <laughs> She's certainly the only adult in the house. That's well, that's true. really what I mean. Yeah, she I is the adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she I'm married a guy that pisses the bed and right. talks to himself in, in oh, funny Am I going to be the piss the bed guy forever? Damn it, I am. <laughs> you piss the bed, too. Shaden and I are piss the bed guys. Well, you don't know. And you did, too. I you did. I pissed the bed. I absolutely did. I just didn't tell. I mean, I didn't have much to tell about that story. But if you want to go to piss in the bed, I do remember one time getting out of the bathroom and making the wrong turn. And I actually put my foot on the garbage can to lift the lid and pissed in there. And don't remember. That's just responsible. Yeah, that's you, not honestly. so bad. Oh, I got Given a lot of trouble with that too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know. I mean, it's like, goddamn. I think I, a lot of worse places you could have yeah, pissed while sleepwalking. Well, since we're talking about pissing, yeah, okay, sleepwalking. <laughs> like, I had a lot of issues with piss as a kid for some reason. I just thought it was neat. Like, I remember <laughs> you're one time. I'm definitely going to be the piss guy. I'm going to be the piss guy. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Your head. <laughs> I got, I'm already the shit guy with Scatcast. For fuck's sake, I might as well get one and two down. But no, check it out. When I was a little kid, we had collies uh, before my, my parents started raising labs. And this dog taught me how to walk like way early. Like I would just hold on to it. So it was like my friend. Uh, I don't know why. I just peed on it one day. And, and <laughs> Like on purpose? On purpose. Like willfully? Like it was laying on the ground and I full. That's like psychological uh, I was like, abuse. How dare you? I was like two. I was like two, three. I remember it though. See, you were born shitty. I was. I know that. I agree with you. We're all born shitty. <laughs> Empathy must be taught. I agree. But no, I, I pissed on this dog. And, and my, I remember my dad coming in there and being like, I don't. Was it no, in the house? In the house? In the house. Oh, yeah. It was oh, you're in the awesome. House. No, it was. I was supposed to be in bed. I was supposed to be in bed. I was impressed. I was, a, I was supposed to be in bed. The dog was laying like in front of the door. And I just got up and peed, peed on the dog. And the dog just nonchalant just, wa- just looked at me. He was like, okay. And <laughs> caught up, walked out where my parents were watching TV, laid down. And I hear my dad like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I got the weirdest look from my dad. And I swear to God, after that, it was like, we weren't really tight after that. He's like, I don't know about this kid. Pissing on a dog, that's not normal no shit. of mine. Yeah. But then a couple of years later, we moved to Spokane and my parents started a business. Uh, and they, I'm pissing really, on dogs? Uh, what's that? It was like a pissing it was on a dogs pissing on, business. It was called Thunder Mountain Dog Supply. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was some pissing on dogs there. But they started off a little 900 square foot building that grew to multiple things. They did really well. But in this 900 square foot building, I'm like five years old. 
And I don't know why. Again, it's like the wiener. You're just like, this is great. I'm just going to push this here. I peed everywhere in the bathroom except for the toilet <laughs> in the business bathroom. And Were you doing your alphabet or what? No, I was just like, I bet I can pee on the wall. I don't even know. But I remember my mom giving me the same look that my dad did where it's like, there's no reason for this. There's no, <laughs> you can't explain this. This is, you're a psycho. What's wrong with you? And I I'm like, I can't even make an excuse for you. But that's exactly what I'm going back to. It's like you were on meth. They right, do shit exactly. like that. I am agreeing with yeah. that as fully. I was on Absolutely. Meth. That's why I did that. I mean, I was on, yeah. on meth. My brain thought it was on meth. The amount of disbelief of somebody watching is like, I don't, there's no logical answer for that at all. No. But my meth was like Voltron and, and that kind of shit. It was cartoons. I mean, kids, though, like peeing is an interesting, Pizza. especially, I think, I don't know. I can only speak to my own experience, but I feel like it's it's more, guys are more prone as kids to just pee in random places because, like, we have the hose attached. Right. Like, you can just go. We're set to travel. You yes. know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I was too old to do this, though. Like, I knew I shouldn't, <laughs> but I did it anyway because I was, like, I was laying in bed. And I, it was like a Saturday. I don't know. I didn't have anywhere to be. And I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to deal with anybody. My, my door was closed to my room. I was like, I'm just in bed. Nobody's bothering me. This is perfect. But I had to pee so bad. Like, it was hurting me. And I was like, I still just want to stay in bed. So my solution was to get out of bed and find a, you know, corner a of my carpeted room. Oh. And yeah. I just kind of, I like squatted down and like tried to shoot it into like the inconspicuous, like, I'm just going to pee here. <laughs> was, so was this a one-time know. thing or did this start being a regular thing? It was a one-time thing, yeah, okay. because I, I, I had this moment where I was like squatting down, just soaking the carpet in a, in a clandestine manner where I, I kind of was like, I am a piece of shit. This is not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> what am I in prison? I'm a right, chi- like, I'm a chitron. Uh, I'm some kind of like I can I can't live with myself now. <laughs> well, you know, that's how I've got felt. Really so then bad I was guilt ridden. I had to figure out a way to try and clean it up covertly. <laughs> As you're causing like like rot in the fucking <laughs> foundation of the building, it's like oh damn. <laughs> Whoever recarpeted that duplex years later was like oh, oh really? This better been a dog. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't doesn't look like dog though. Well, you know, some kids they respond to you know like stress and stuff like all of a sudden they're still peeing in the closet or something. Or like me when I was a kid, I was peeing in the bed. Um, so that's I'm like no, oh you're a fucked up kid. But I I realize you're fucked up. Besides that. Me specifically? Yeah, yeah. I it really had right, nothing yeah. to do with okay. the <laughs> But we all have all established <laughs> Thank over you for the years. That. You're not wrong, but up. fuck you also. I mean, that's why we get along. We're all <laughs> fucked up little poo boss. <sighs> Crazy. Except for Zach, he's a pee boss. I'm a pee boss. Am I? Yeah, I am the pee boss now. Fucking great. <laughs> Ooh, that's not going away. That's not. <laughs> grand oh, pee boss. I'm the grand pee boss. <laughs> I don't want to do this podcast with you guys anymore. I'm done with. We're done. Just a ride. It was a fun ride. Lasted two episodes. <laughs> Rides over. Just a short ride. <laughs> Get the fuck off. Uh, do not go to scatcast.com and look this up because there will be no more. <laughs> so we, we, you told us your hardest job. It's, yeah, it was just fucking. T- it was, it was a terrible job. It was hotter than a cocksucker's knee pads. It was fun getting drunk for a while, but. But I mean, talk about the most unpleasable job. And I, and I fucking hated it. And I was there like maybe two months mm. and I, I didn't get fired. Um, but they weren't really fucking surprised when they handed me a check and I said, I'm not coming back. Fair. I think they were very 
please they're probably, because okay, they were because they were nice people to not even call me on the drinking at 16 years old and just put a line on their wine bottle right you know at least that worked yeah. they're like okay fuck yes we don't have to talk to him he might kick our ass or something i don't know <laughs> well i was 155 pounds then so. well fair enough but yeah. the look in your eye oh like a chick because i had eyeliner right you yeah, look pretty because the 80s were an interesting time period yeah. it boggles my mind that you were ever 155 pounds i just picture you as a 200 pound <laughs> you've just you've just been like muscular and and broad ever since i've known you you know so like picturing you as like a like a whip cord is i'm like yeah what? there was a time in my life <laughs> i could as like an, as an adult i've never been 155 like my lowest weight i've been as an adult is like 175 pounds. well you gotta remember i grew up in the 80s in portland there was a lot of cocaine man Oh, now the, the truth cocaine. comes out. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I did a ton of coke, <laughs> meth, all the good shit. All the good know. shit. Yeah, I mean, I just started that story with I was a drug dealer. Yeah. Right. And, Fair, <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Well, meth is a good weight loss program if you yeah, do it right. You know, I did, you know, I just didn't get caught and you was know, told enough about it on the to, to get hired and not sound like I was a fucking liar. Yeah. So. yeah, all you got to do is eat corn dogs and have your teeth fall out and you start losing weight. With math, that's good. Yeah, but you I'm know not what, sure what it, I'm talking about. I wondered I where you here. were going. With yeah, that. I'm like, <laughs> I, I just started having my own conversation over here. That was just a fun little thought I had, and I'm like, I'll just pretend that I'm doing a podcast by myself since we're canceling <laughs> this remember, podcast. Jeff and I have to deal with this all the time. Hey <laughs> <laughs> <I> now, <laughs> like, Zach, what are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I never do. What is it ever that I knew? It was a different voice in my head. It came out for a second. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> um, uh, put the dick out. No, that's a different guy. Uh, I guess so. My hardest job was working for for my parents because it was, uh, but it was still like an easy job the, too. The dog pimping, awesome. or what's that? The dog pimping. The dog pimping. I yes. thought you were going to say sovereign citizen. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite job. <laughs> uh, no, but because working for your parents, like a lot of people will say things like, you know, unions did this; they made it so child labor laws don't. You know, it's like you're right, unless your parents own a business, and then the child labor laws mean zero percent to the, any one of those parents. They'll stop feeding you, dude. They will fuck it. I ate dog. Okay, my parents. I'm going to be the pee guy and the dog biscuit okay. eating guy. My parents fed me dog biscuits to show their customers that dog biscuits were all natural and good for you. Come here, just choking. Eat it seriously, dude. They had me. I was five years old. They had me under the he just counter. Comes out on a leash. Fuck <laughs> both of you. This podcast is over. No more podcasts. No, but seriously though, they they would. Did they make you bark first? No. Did you have didn't. to beg for it? No, but the, this, this you should have seen the look on some of the customers' faces. They're like, no, he doesn't need to do that. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, it won't be. He'll be fine. It because brings me joy. <laughs> what's funny is my mom's listening to the propaganda of the dog food industry, where they're like, we're using human grade foods and we're doing this and that. And then we go and it's visit. Not made for human digestive exactly. systems, <laughs> dude. <laughs> there was this beef jerky company. They made human beef jerky and they made beef jerky for dogs. Yeah. Why make two different types if they're the same? Good question, Shaden. <laughs> you know what? I had their beef jerky that was for people. Tastes really good. Yeah. The stuff that we sold to dogs that I ate on the daily from five to seven <laughs> years old, five to five to six years old. Uh, that's shit filled with sawdust. Fucking half of that shit's on the floor. It's like, dude. Is this why the Adkin shakes? Is this really why? You're Possibly. Like, this is safe. I know this is engineered yes, for me. Exactly. I'm like, I will not eat anything else. I'm I'm getting so psycho. I'm going to be like, I can only eat a certain color of food. It can only be white food. I'm going to only have things that are white. White rice. I'm going to drink milk. I don't know. It's very dumb. That would be an interesting diet. It would be. You could that make money. Drink you could make money. Diet. If you sell it well enough, you could make money. <laughs> But what's you, know, you know, I could drink the head off of a beer if it was still white. Right? Yeah, but then I have to be done. Yeah. But so I'm just hoping for head <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah, you just be giving head. No. I, I fucked myself because I ate too many gas station burritos, which 
Scatcast and Time Suck listeners will know. Uh, and that's a true story. I did eat a lot of gas station burritos. They're my fave. They're pretty fucking good. And, I, and a lot of people would say taquitos are my like Seven Eleven taquitos. Oh. I I don't care about the 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 bowel related consequences. Yeah, okay. I, I'm like I have to force myself to not stop at Seven Elevens when I drive past them. To this day, nice. I haven't had a taquito in a long time. But like I think about it. Every time I drive past one of those 7-Elevens specifically, I'm like, I want some of their shitty mm. little meat rockets wrapped yeah. in corn. It's <laughs> funny. Like, uh, we have a Maverick gas station around here, and they have these tiny little tacos. And I was like, taco? I went in there looking for gas station burritos. Specific they're, they're they're fucking open. burritos are awesome. <laughs> there are. But that's the thing. That's, okay. the one, that's the only thing I will get is Maverick breakfast burritos on an occasion. Well, but their breakfast burritos awesome. are delicious. Yeah. The thing, okay, here's with the, so burritos, I'm going to finish this one story about right. burritos for these time suck people forever. <laughs> I, cause I, they'd send me burritos and they'd send me the big old bomb burritos and stuff. I've still got like four in my freezer from, from stuff. And, and, <laughs> and Bree sent me like 10 of them and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. what? yeah, so <laughs> I, awesome. I just had all these burritos from people that listen. You're set for the Let apocalypse. Let me tell, no, because I don't like those burritos. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's one kind of burrito that I like. That's the gas station burrito. They're very small. They almost look like they're deep fried, but they're never deep fried because they don't have deep fryers. But the place in, in both of the places in Coeur d'Alene by the Suck Dungeon, they did deep fry them. They air fried them or something. Mm. And so they're those little ones that you got in like the school cafeteria, like bean and cheese and the beef I and bean. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Those are, for some reason, like a nostalgia dopamine hit for me. <laughs> so I'm eating. I'm like, hmm, seventh grade was fun. Wasn't it? Peaked in seventh grade. So I like those. That's the only one. So when people send me the bomb burritos and shit, it's like. Thank you, but no thank you. That's not my burrito. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I don't identify for I, that. But I, thank have, you, I was just talking about this with somebody the other day, but I think I, I think that most people probably have it's a food burritos. that was like shitty food that they were fed as a child. That's like, like you know it's, it's shitty. As an food. adult, you're just like, this is not a good thing for me to eat, but you still like will keep some in your house or you still yep. go get it on a semi-regular that's basis because you're like, that's my... But that, 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 that's my shitty food. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want that because it makes me feel comfortable. Mine's instant mashed potatoes. The powder. Really? In the bag. Yeah. Because I, I was fed the I was fed those as a kid. Like, that was mashed potatoes to me. I didn't know any better. <laughs> like, they are like, pretty good. This though, is how mashed potatoes are. I had real mashed potatoes. I was like, oh, I see the difference. <laughs> yeah. Where's the powder stuff, though? Yeah, <laughs> like, give me the stuff that I like because yeah. of my childhood. Yeah. God damn it. I'll still do it. I've made a meal out of just that. Well, I mean, I think it's the same thing as people buying Mr. Potato Head dolls and stuff, you know, when they're 50. And, and it's, it's like all potato related. Well, I didn't. It shouldn't have gone potato. Okay, Star Wars. Well, okay. like, in 1977, I saw Star Wars in the theater. <laughs> and there goes Jeff. He's literally jumping off of a cliff right now. <laughs> I will say this: I wish I would have kept all my Star Wars toys because they're fucking valuable now. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for money. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. sorts of them too. But I took them out of the box and played with them and oh, set them on yeah, fire and yeah. shit. That was dumb. You screwed up. All right, so my hardest job was working for my parents. Uh, it was a pet store, and the reason why was because... Because <laughs> they fed you dog food. That's that. so funny. Isn't I mean, f- I'm sorry, but that's that really it. funny. It, it was ridiculous. I mean, telling... Like, now, I'm, this I'm is the disappointed first time they it. didn't make you do tricks, though. I know, right? I, I probably... Being the kind of guy I was, I was like, I'll do tricks just yeah. as an extra bonus for these customers, because, you know, I'm a team player. Zach, sit. <laughs> I am sitting. I'm already sitting. <laughs> I can show you what I can do with my G.I. Joes. I seriously was under the counter playing with G.I. Joes, and she's like, Zach... Pop my head no. up. <laughs> <laughs> Pop down. Back to the G.I. Joe. I'm not even kidding. It was like so that. She did at least call you up like a dog. Oh, yeah. Did she hold it up like this? Dude. And you just reached up no, I, I would take it and put it in my mouth. But oh. It was, oh, so you could hold it yourself. Complicit. That's good. I am, yeah, I'm part of it. Like I did, it, She didn't do it to me. I did it to myself. That's what happened. I had full agency at that point. Your tribe said, this is what we're doing. And you went with your survival instincts. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> but the, the hard part was, uh, as I got older, and really I started, the reason why I got 
physically larger than other people was because of the dog food, obviously. Right. Uh, but I got stronger than a lot of the other kids because I was Cause loading around 50-pound bags of dog food for customers from when I was seven until I was 20 because <laughs> I worked there, you know, way long. And we would, the, the business grew so much and so fast, we'd have 10,000 pounds of dog food shipped in at, every week. And we'd start off where it was like, it would be me and we'd hire two people from like manpower or whatever to come do it. And then there'd be the truck driver. So there's a bunch of people unloading this truck to, to where when I was like 14, 15, I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it all. And so I did it to myself again, <laughs> but man, that was hard. <laughs> like, but it made me stronger. You know, I didn't have to go home and work out like a lot of the other kids. I'd, oh, so hard things make you better. Is what you're indeed, saying. indeed. There you go. But it was hard because my parents would, they took advantage of that shit a lot. Like I, I, I worked for them for free for like five years. And then I worked for like 50 cents an hour for like three years. <laughs> and then, but then at the end I was making, you know, I think I was 16, 17 making 50 grand a year. So, or no, not, I think I was 17, 18 making 50 grand a year for a couple of years. So that was Damn. nice. Yeah. I, I bought my own car, my first car. I, I spent most of that story just picturing like a Rocky Balboa esque like montage, like a training montage of you just like Resonate gobbling down dog treats and lifting <laughs> bags of dog food. Just uh, like getting more and more ripped. You are not wrong at slobbering all. Slobbering a little yeah. bit sometimes. Instead of chasing a chicken, I'm using your foot to scratch behind around. your ear. <laughs> well, not that last part, but I literally, I, I guarantee I was listening to like Iron the Tiger and Metallica and shit while I'm doing that shit. Resonate. Like, seriously. Absolutely. <laughs> So that was my hardest job was working for my parents because they <laughs> did not respect the labor, the child labor laws at all. And I empathize with I, every time yeah. I hear that where they're like, yeah. we got rid of child labor laws. I, I just want to be like, show of hands of people that worked for their parents <laughs> at some yeah. point. Tell us your story. And it's like, you're oh. definitely not alone. man. Like Monique, too. Like she's a, she was a, a she's a little girl and she's the she was like the toughest motherfucker in a in a metalwork place her, her, her dad ran uh, right. a machine yeah, shop and she's the toughest motherfucker from that shit it's like so both of us have that in common where it's like our parents worked us to the bone uh, for their own profit <laughs> i like i, I mean, miss things that, in school that's, that's and then so, when i asked for toys at the store they wouldn't buy them why you have they're like you have money you buy yourself that's why you have kids so you don't have to do dishes and yard work anymore sure it's not really well that's the other thing so we had eight dogs I've told this story on, on Scatcast before and, I th- and whatever, but I had eight dogs and an acre plus of grass. Oh, yeah, we and bonded so, over this. Fact. Yeah, fuck, dude. I did this, too. And I, so just mowing the lawn, it was all grass. And it was all hilly. I was literally like, I mowed the lawn uphill both ways because literally it was a big bowl of hills and That's shit. That's 24 to 36 piles of shit. You got to scoop a day. day. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> over here I let two days <laughs> go. Yeah, I did that quick. I had three dogs. Uh, so I, yeah, I got, I counted. I got in trouble. Well, the other thing is like, it's not safe to have eight dogs and you don't clean their shit every day. Like they'll come because they came inside. And so they just lick you in the face or have shit on their paws and all that stuff. So my yeah. dad was like, if you don't do a good job at this, you make all of us sick. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I missed maybe one day ever. So, But I remember there was a time where like we went out of town or some shit and my grandma watched the dogs. And so it was like three days of dog shit picking up. Couldn't see I was out there, Dude, yeah. I was out there with a garbage can. I drug a full garbage can up this big ass hill. And I've told this story before, too, but... Uh, the reason Spokane makes it so that you have to bag your dog shit uh, and put it in a garbage can is because of my family. Because I, my dad and I, we would, it was like a fucking can of beans. The garbage man, and this was before they had the oh, machines to, to pick it up and to move gross. it. It was like a can of beans, these guys. And they, I swear to God, they wanted oh. to punch my dad in the face so much <laughs> as they're letting the can of beans, they're beating their garbage cans. 
none of our garbage cans survive. Like they would take their aggression on <laughs> <laughs> They just drop kick it back in your yard. If we would have had fuckers. Oh, I know. Oh, that's terrible. I yeah. was a little kid. I didn't know that my parents were absolute motherfuckers. Plus, we had eight dogs in a neighborhood. Yeah, Dude, that's, that's old and I'm definitely there's not on po- their side in this story. No. There's a point the where that's yeah. fucking yeah. intentional. <laughs> Me too. What's that? There's a point where that's intentional. I know. I, it it <laughs> felt like. I mean, I think they felt like it was personal. Like you guys, do you not realize that there's humans involved here that we're looking at a fucking 40, 50, oh, 90 pounds the, of dog shit? Oh, in the summertime, the maggot. Oh, oh my God, dude. I mean, Believe me. I've had to go <laughs> I've had to go search for shit in, yeah. in dumpsters because people thought it was dead bodies in there, and I had to like dig around and figure out what right. the hell it was. And even that doesn't sound as bad as... Being a garbage man the for my family. garbage man <laughs> with a week's worth of dog shit piled up because it's not it's not light. No, and no, then they got to put the back the into it too. Soup that is like three feet high and weighs about 115 pounds, and you can't lift. And then it just pours out like dude like refried beans that are just a little bit. These of, are uh, these are the metal cans <laughs> too. These are the old school silver metal that cans. Visual. I hope I built, actually. If you guys I are eating I lunch, you an incredible visual for your lunch chilly. break. <laughs> No. Yeah. So, yeah, my childhood was lots of poop. There was there, lots of that garbage guy's everywhere. Rocky montage was more hardcore than yours. Dude. <laughs> I would take the eating the dog treats over there. <laughs> He's more like a revenge kind of guy. He's yeah, like a he, Kill Bill dude, kind of movie. You, you created a villain for I did. sure. There's it was definitely wasn't me. a supervillain somewhere. I did what I was told, and it was you were complicit. Actually, I will. I I, I will say this. So my parents got in trouble or or something. The, the ordinance happened probably because of my parents. Uh, where they're like, you have to bag it now. And for a little while, I was like, no. <laughs> so there was well, some you time. Were no. Yeah, so for some time, so I was like, I don't care. Yeah. So yeah. it was some intent, it was just, I can't blame it on your dad. It's you. Yeah, well, I was like your 10. Fault. I was like 10. Okay. I wasn't a great 10-year-old. I wasn't yeah. a nice person until 10 yesterday. doesn't make it okay. I just wanted he to know where a nice it came from. I want to blame the right person. Once the garbage man confronted me and was like, I have kids, dude. And I have nightmares now. Somebody said no. I'm just... I know I never talk I remember I I'm like that's awesome I haven't seen my family in a week because I can't wash the smell of dog shit off of my clothes oh, I see you. so there was never a confrontation I wanted a confrontation I saw I saw outside the window of my house I saw him being pissed one time the garbage there's two of them and I saw the garbage man being pissed but I, that's all I saw and I remember my dad having some sort of conversation with him before that too where it was kind of heated where it was like well, God, you know, I couldn't even tell what they were, but it was like, we got to bag the dog shit or whatever yeah. after that. I don't remember what it was. I, I'm sure it started, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, there couldn't have been too many other... And it was the garbage man talking. <laughs> that means that means that we were the worst house in the, in the whole area and that they were talking to about like, oh, fuck, I got to do this run today. Bragging it's like, will you take it? Yeah. Well, they were Rochambeauing before they got to your house over who the poor bastard was that had to get that can. Yeah, and it big. probably took two people most of the time. I'll say this too. My, my parents' house got egged a lot. I can't understand why. Yeah. I mean, we had these big old bay, these big windows that you couldn't. I mean, you had to get like a giant ladder See, to get again. Clean how them. Did, you had collies. Uh, no, we had labs at this oh, point. But growing like when collies, I was two, collies barks are just ugh. eight labs they're, they're are shrill. Yeah, <laughs> we had eight labs at the time, and they and only seven of them were out at once because we had a, a two male problem. I talked about that on the show too. It's the pimpage. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but they would they would howl in like a chorus. And I mean, they would bark annoyingly like our dog does now. Did you play guitar to it? I, I bet I could have if I had a guitar at the time, yeah. But no, I never did. Uh, I was I didn't play guitar till I was like 18, 17, 16, I guess. But yeah, not, 16 not for me too. Yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah late, late bloomer. 
But no, they would. My neighbors hated us so much because of that. Because as soon as we would leave, like I played sick all the time. I missed most of school in junior high and high school. Like I just missed most of it because I was playing video games in my house, and my mom would always just give me a note. And the dogs would think that my parents were gone. They went to work, and they would just all day just scream and howl and it got to be pretty where it was like a little chorus of dog howls and you're like and the, I'm sick I can't do anything no, I would go scream at him because I'm like shut no. the fuck up I'm playing fucking Nintendo or whatever <laughs> but it was beautiful to hear it was just kind of like wow I didn't nobody thought about that but then people would literally call my parents at work and be like your dogs have been howling for four hours please come home and shut them up <laughs> so my parents to have to shoot them so i guess speaking to your point most people do suck i guess because my parents both 100 percent sucked yeah whoops at least to the other Damn folk it. and look at how you turned out i suck yeah. as well you suck. <laughs> you also suck. i'm also a piece of suck <laughs> all right you guys so we have another little subject that we wanted to talk about before we get to our ghost stories uh, and that was the your your scenario for suicide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if I set it up right. I think I was like, it's a joke. It's not a joke. No, it's, this is not a joke at all. For about. whatever reason, I, I think about dumb shit and weird shit all the time because you know that's well, that's just part of my makeup, I guess. And I was thinking about suicide in general. It's like, well, wait a minute. What does somebody say? I don't know. Overdoses on pills or shoots themselves, and they're they're not dead. They're not bled out or anything, or they're not. You know, they're still conscious. And so you come in, you run in. You well, hell. I mean, the natural reaction is to save the day and call medics, and the medics get there and they pick them up. They haul them off to the hospital. Well, lo and behold, to save the person's life, they got to be in the hospital for a couple of weeks, but things are going to be medically okay. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that person didn't want you to save them. They right. want you to be dead. They wanted to be dead. Right. So now they're stuck with all these doctor bills. Like, right. <laughs> you know, they didn't sign any consent forms. And I, and I understand that the, the error of caution is to, you know, without signatures and stuff is to save somebody. Yeah. But it's really like, who is that, is that really something that we should do? Should they really be liable for those bills? Right. Especially if not that, not that I have anybody else that should pay them. Does the person that saved them pay them because they made the decision for them to live against their will? Right. I've, you got to wonder, is that something that we should eat as a you know society or whatever yeah. because what if what if that poor guy was uh going to commit suicide because of finances where it's like hey we brought you back also you owe $120,000 more than you did before it's like ah like why? It, hmm. well it's my understanding as working for the government anytime somebody uh we, you know we dealt with suicidals on a regular basis took people to the hospital a lot right it was at least my underst- my understanding i might be wrong that a portion of that is paid by the sheriff's office because we're government and we're making them go. I, I think it, I think it made the government responsible for that. Right. Um, which means the taxpayers are responsible for it. Or, yeah, which means everybody's paying for it. So, yeah. you know, I, mean, is, I don't know if that's right or wrong. If somebody's ever in my custody, the government... It shouldn't be him paying for it, probably. Yeah, it just... I don't know. It was just a weird thought. I'm like, I wonder... I wonder if they can, like, okay, well, now I'm going to live, but now I'm going to sue you because I didn't want to live to begin with. Right. You know? And now and I sue to... the person that saved their life. Hmm. That's complicated. I have to think about that a little bit more. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe We're... too deep. But I well, there's a lot of screw you, buddy. There's a lot of nuance there too, right? Because it's like I mean, you can you can really dig into it. Like what what was the what was the method? Uh, you know, like what it, their chosen method to end their life? Like was it a surefire thing or? not you know like if it's if you're trying to like overdose yourself for example and then you just like it was a matter of pure ignorance like you didn't know how to how much to take to really follow through all the way on that and so then you 
we're saved and it's like well I'm not saying you deserve it but if you messed it up you know what I'm saying then like who does somebody else have to pay because of, you, of your miscalculation you know right. it's just, well, which I mean, is a, it's a cold way to look at it like I feel like you can you have to look at it analytically because when you start thinking about man that poor person that tried to off themselves it's like gosh like I don't I, well, <laughs> I don't want to heap su- more suffering upon them mm-hmm. necessarily but also yeah. like back on morals though the right thing to do with, with with society is to save them right, right. at all cost no well it, it, at the cost that you can yeah but, well basically at all costs yeah. regardless of what they wanted i'm going to say them because that's well, what we try to do because you don't know you don't know what they wanted right i mean i know somebody like, yeah, personally you... who intentionally smashed their car into a tree to kill themselves well they didn't they're quadriplegic now they couldn't kill themselves if they, if they wanted to and uh, guess what they don't want to live yeah that's a bad method i feel uh, like yeah. that's just not reliable that's what i'm talking about well, that's not know, a reliable way to he was a convicted felon he didn't have access to a gun that's actually true yeah, but you can get a gun pretty easy in the black market. I'm just saying. But he didn't want to. He didn't want to. Okay, he, fair enough. A car. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't like... want to maybe get caught with the gun and get arrested. <laughs> yeah. But then he was going to kill himself. So. Wow. Well, man, fuck. Yeah. It's weird how this world affects all of us, isn't it? Jesus. It is weird. weird I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing to think about, and I'm not I'm not un, it's not that I'm unempathetic to to suicide. I have actually had several people close to me over the years that have ended their own lives, and it's like I, I'm pretty keenly aware of all the effects around it but it is interesting because it's like you know the the thinking is when you take your own life then you the the whole point is you don't have to deal with it anymore you know or you know that's like the main the main objective i suppose depression etc and so but everybody else does in one form or another you know whether it be emotionally or in this case financially so it's just like how do you who determines what's what's fair in that situation it's an interesting thing to think about because it's like you know my knee-jerk reaction was like well they created the situation so they should have to pay for it you know but it's just like but then like you said if it, it was a matter of if somebody hadn't intervened they would have they would have succeeded out and it's not a crime to kill yourself right, right. which so. you know i mean obviously we as a society find it i guess immoral to i mean to some degree in some religions you know you, you go to the hell if you kill yourself so that's sure. immoral to them you know but in reality i mean obviously i don't i'm not a proponent of people killing themselves and i've stopped many you know hundreds probably yeah. hundreds maybe thousands of people from doing it throughout my career and personal life yeah. um but i think that everybody's at least thought about it yeah. um but it's it's not to say this whole that, ride is that if somebody ultimately makes that decision that i have the right to not allow them to uh, on a on a personal level not on obviously not on a professional level I'm a or on a professional level hell guy, sometimes so. they would use me to do it so that know. i'm not for yeah right. suicide by cop was the worst right. possible way to do it you're a cunt if you even contemplate that but i agree completely yeah yeah but what, what about Dr. Gavorkin? On, on this week's Dave and Angus, we went and, and visited uh, a, Massachusetts and, and we saw his art. It was so creepy. Now that I've seen his art, I'm like, what? So for those of you that don't know, Dr. Vorkin is Dr. Death and he facilitated, I think, like 200 or 300 uh, suicides where they chose to die and he just administered medication and stuff. I'm so for that. If I if you're at a mm-hmm. place and, and, and the pain is unbearable and... It really should be medical stuff where you you know you're in pain and whatever. But fuck, uh, having somebody. Yeah, I'd love to hear. When you're done, I'm done. I I'm okay. pro Doctor Kavorkin. He's dead now, but I'm, I, I'm pro, pro that. I I am too. Um, but I think that's again. I don't want to have a discussion about abortion, but the biggest 
concern, you know, the biggest conflict is where do you draw the line of where it's okay and where it's not okay? Right. The same thing would be with uh, assisted suicide. Yeah. Where do you draw the line where it's okay or not okay? I mean, I think everybody in general is like, well, if you have cancer, you're terminal, you're in so much pain. I mean, obviously we would put our dogs down and, and that's yeah. okay. But if you put grandma, grandma down for the same things it's immoral and i don't understand it's because that. you say it like that we can't it's not putting grandma down <laughs> well i, I it's mean, the I, rainbow bridge yes i say some it sort of in cheek but the principle the, but the principle is still put the, we put down grandma <laughs> what it sounds a lot better Mom? than grandma fell off the roof or something you know Mima's, <laughs> we took Mima to the vet and it was okay oh, we got her a cheeseburger and she had her favorite toy yeah, she had her favorite last meal i mean every you know even people on you know, <laughs> death row get, get their favorite last meal. Oh, no. So, um, <laughs> I mean, if that was an option, you know, that'd be great. Most of us don't get that die, that die on no. our own. We're like, God oh, damn, I should have had that steak and eggs. You that's, know, why, <laughs> that's why I, I figured out, like, uh, my plan is to scuba dive to death. That's what I want to do. Because what you, you do is you do really the same high. thing. You just don't use the scuba. No, but I want to do the scuba. Oh, oh, I want to be eaten by a shark and shit out of by a shark. Yeah, that's but how. If you I'd... don't do the scuba, your eardrums will rupture before you get to the dying, and that sounds awful. That does sound <laughs> he awful. He won't. He'll only hear it for a second. Though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, You're so narcissistic. The feeling though. will be a lifetime, which will be very short. Yeah, it will. So it will. But I mean, I, if I'm terminal and stuff, it's like I'm gonna go scuba diving. See it never. But I guess yeah, I, so. Back on what I was saying, I think that line is gonna continue to be be pushed you know because you know i now what's the big buzz thing is mental illness right well it is a illness that you know can chronically affect your life obviously it makes people want to kill themselves as it is so do they have the right to go get an assisted suicide uh in canada now yeah i, I mean like did you guys hear about that but that's going to be the argument me of that they they're they're um Okay, I, I maybe shouldn't say Canada because I can't remember. I just looked at this. It could have been like a specific province, but they were they were basically saying that they wanted to start pushing medically assisted suicide as an option for all, any and all mental illness too. Like if you, you, you so you can just go to the doctor and be like, "I'm depressed, kill me." Yeah. So Whoa. and they'll go, point "Okay, in, point and, in my and case, they'll do it." I don't know about that. I don't know about that yeah. either. I think that's not I don't good. think you, case, but at the same time it's it's weird to say I don't know about that but at the same time it's like on on a I want to give people freedom. So I, I mean that's what I'm saying yeah, on, on yeah. a freedom level. I mean if somebody really really wants to yeah. kill themselves obviously might as, as, as human beings and sentience we would do anything we could to talk them out of it. But at the end of the day if that's what they chose yeah. I, I have to be okay with that. I don't have a choice. I have to be okay yeah, with that. Yeah, but what about the doctors that are that are did. now in the position where they have to they have to do it. It's part of their job now whether no matter how they feel about it or what they have to live with what like that's Again, being put in that position, that position really really sucks. Yeah, that's going to probably get yeah. less people wanting to do that job, or maybe a different kind of I person. I think so. Job. So to clarify, I th I'm I definitely believe that people should have the right to do with their lives what they want. At the end of the day, you mm -hmm. know what I mean. If and if as long it, as it doesn't hurt it, people, yeah. that's what I mean. If it creates consequences for other people, your and, actions and not then, just emotional consequences, because we've already established that somebody killing themselves obviously causes multiple course. problems for people involved. Of course, yeah. Right. But like, but at the at the end of the day, you're the only one that has to live in your skin. And if you choose, you don't. If you choose to not want to do that anymore, I think that's your prerogative. I would encourage you to find any other alternative i think it's i think it's honorable and commendable to continue living especially in the face of adversity you know so like Maybe I, that's how you I, grow. I i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't I, I i don't think it's a good thing to be like oh well you know life's hard just kill yourself if yeah. you're allowed to you know like that's never i think that as somebody who's been in that 
space before and decided no i'm gonna stick around there's potential that you don't know about you know yeah. on the other side down the road that you never will get the chance neither will anybody else you never get the chance to know you know if you there's so many the things exit, that so. make it so you feel like the darkness will never there'll never be a light it's just too far well and you got to remember that no matter what there's always light there's always like things always get better and I will unless tell you, you're terminally ill and you're well, that's what i'm saying like, yeah. but like yeah if i was if i was at the end of my life and i was so infirm and just suffering all the time and like i've my all my good life was already behind me we'll put and i want to if and i decide i want to leave god help or who so help so whatever you believe in help that person if they try to stand between me and Death. making my exit you know right, like I'd, yeah. I'd rather may, be right allowed to make an exit on my own terms and do it with some some degree of grace rather than to just have to have to suffer because of other people being like no no that's not allowed you can't do that and I'm like, right. okay watch well, me I'll tell you in my job as a negotiator I mean I did a lot of and also just working the road in general I, I was kind of, I, I also was a I had some mental health expertise yeah. so I was actually called to go deal with a lot of suicidal barricaded type subjects yeah, and talk to them for hours on end and, and you know 99.99% of the time with a positive result um, but even in those conversations you're talking to them you they're talking to you and and <laughs> it's good not not to be funny, but it's a little funny. But at some point, you're like, motherfucker, I agree with you. You probably should go. <laughs> God damn, if I was in your position, I would feel the same fucking way. Right. I would probably whack myself like, I don't if see I had your life. And that's, and then, then that's another challenge. I got to get through to put that in the, get that out of my head because, right. you know. Well, it's not socially acceptable to think like that. How dare you? Right, yeah, right. To, you know. To agree with somebody for their decision yeah. like that. Yeah, I remember you know, talking so, to a guy who's a pedophile who's confessing all these rapes thinking. to a child, um, you know, and telling me, and I, here I am trying to convince him to live, which happened to be the you told me that the story. guy that I shot, but we, yeah, we that wasn't my fault. He came at me with a knife, right? But um, but yeah, that, I mean, that was a hard one to keep that conversation going in a burning building with fire alarms going for twenty minutes, uh, and I, at one point had him coming down peacefully, and then he changed his mind, but. Yeah, it was it was hard with, with these, what he's telling me to, to then have compassion and yeah. want to save his life. Right. So Yeesh. seriously, fuck. Not that it had anything to do with the response to the shooting. That was to no. avoid he attacked stabbed. you. I, yeah. Yeah. You, I, I don't think that. I don't think I could have stayed the course in in your shoes in that position. I, th- I think I, I probably would have been like, you know what. In my head, I, at the very least, I would have been like, "Okay, well, you're on your own then." In, in my head, in my head, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You. But you know, my words are coming out different, and, and that's that's the funny thing is, the fire when it made comes it to weird. That, that type of crime, I think, across the board, people are going to go. In that case, yeah, I get it. Right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Pedophiles, at the very least, uh, castrated, and then go from there. That's sure. what I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm for that. Yeah, I'll vote. Let's vote on it. <laughs> <laughs> vote. I'll oh, speak which. I, just, I think it's a good deterrent. Yeah, I, I just got uh, my cat um, Thomas got his nuts cut off. No, so, poor little yeah. Thomas. He's, he's a Tom cat. Yeah, I got him shaved too, like a lion. He looks like a badass. <laughs> yeah, nice. But Mr. Fuzzy Balls doesn't have fuzzy balls in. <laughs> he's probably wondering yeah. what the hell happened. Yeah, he's got no no more kitty ball hair. <laughs> So his nickname was Teabag because all he did was sit around and lick his balls. Now he doesn't have any balls to lick. I feel a little bad. Uh, you, you, you took, took away his, his, I took away his pastime. <laughs> <laughs> but he would just come up he and his mouth, new purpose his mouth would just be packed full of kitty ball hair. And like, <laughs> and just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because, yeah, you were like, hey, he's so cute. And then you removed the thing that made him cute. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> and he started, you know, like literally intentionally trying to shove his ball sack on, my, on the bridge of my nose. That's when I'm like, okay, okay we're done. You're and done. Yeah. that's the day he lost him. <laughs> and that's the perfect way to segue to ghost stories for some reason. Okay. <laughs> it's not. The ghost of your cat's Your cat's ball balls. Sack. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, we can segue in. anyway. All right. So ghost stories. This is, we promised the ghost stories. I hope you guys thought long and hard about your ghost stories. Do you have any ghost stories? Well, I'm going to let you tell the one since okay. we were involved. We were together. Yeah, yeah my ghost story. <laughs> Fucking ghost story. So I was at... Uh, your paranormal, it may have been. Par- may have weird, paranormal. Some weird shit happened and uh, I didn't automatically say ghost, but my cousin did, which I thought was funny. So my cousin was my tattoo artist at Rage Studios in Spokane and the place that he's in was already, apparently it was a brothel and somehow because it was a brothel that made it potentially haunted. I, I don't know what the correlation was. There's there. a, it seems like all the brothels... Yeah, like it, all yeah. the old west towns and stuff they're all like that's the haunted place yeah. it's full of sin so it must have well, evil also, I think it also has to do with like crimes of passion right like, like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I guy, suppose you, the, you're supposed to be my whore yeah. you slept with a, you know <laughs> Jim Bob and I, yeah. I know because he told me so now <laughs> I'm going to get you one last time and you're dead and then right, she becomes so can, a ghost you I think see how much uh, that's, that's not fair she's just doing her job that's right injustice of the whore of the yeah I think it makes sense anyway you can see how much faith I'm putting in being a ghost but it was fucking weird right. nonetheless. Shun the non-believer. So he's we've got some music on, he's tattooing me, and in I can't draw a diagram, but basically he has a door that you can't see in about an eight-foot hallway that you walk down. The door doesn't swing shut, you have to open it and physically close it because it's an older building. So we hear the door open, door physically closes, and we hear footsteps, and we both he stopped tattooing, we're both looking to see who's coming in, and there was just nothing. And we waited like 20 seconds. Like, what the fuck? Maybe someone's scratching their balls in the hallway. Who knows what the fuck they're doing? Maybe they're going to shoot us. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) But then the music shut off. And the music was... He had control of the music there at the station. It just shut off for no fucking reason. And then we went around and there was nobody there. So he automatically dismissed that to being ghosts in his building. And I had said, well, I don't know what the fuck it was, but I, yeah, I know what it wasn't, a person. So, Right. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Could have been a really smart raccoon. Yes. It's cl- <laughs> it was thumbs, almost like you know. story, Didn't really so. like Pantera. That's right. He was like, get that shit off. He, he chewed the cord somewhere, and you just didn't see what he chewed the cord. <laughs> so that's, that's an interesting story. That's a close of a, that's, you know, that's about as ghosty as I get. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell the one with you and I. Uh, so we went to Seattle for a trip. Uh, I think I was playing a dumb acoustic show or did we just go for fun no you played a trip for some auto auction or something like that how was that weeds it was that oh can- yeah, yeah auto bit pot it was a pot it was. auto that's right. cars and pot i don't know yeah. but it was i was Good playing combo Smoke yeah. and drive. <laughs> i was playing like a hemp fest kind of thing but it was a little little side version of hemp fest in tacoma or something like that anyway we went there for the weekend and seattle's old and it has lots of <laughs> lots of brothels so apparently it's super haunted uh but we went to a Mexican restaurant, super good, uh, and it was old, in an old building or whatever. And we're sitting there, and a couple things happened. The first thing that was weird, I think the salt thing happened first to me. So I was a smoker back then, so every time, every five minutes, I'd go get up and go have a smoke. And every single time, there would be not just a little bit of salt, but a pile of salt in my like pants, my in track pants. Yeah, in my lap, where it's like, fuck. Who's fucking with me? That's I don't believe in ghosts, so that was my first thing. Was like fucking who's fucking with me? And there's no salt. It's a there's no salt on the table. It's a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, right, there's, there's tapatio, and that was it. There was no yeah. salt. There's salt on the chips, and they did it for us. So there's no salt. And 
I was like, what the fuck? And so I go out and have a smoke and come back in, sit down, do the same thing, get up, ha- have a smoke and be like, there's a the same size pile of fucking salt in my lap. Like, this is weird. Because this is enough to, to season everyone's food like four times. And I have no idea why th- this would happen. Did you taste it? I did not taste it. Are you sure it was salt? That's a good question. No, I don't. It looked like it, it could have been as salt. Uh, maybe it, you know what was happening underneath the desk? They were hiding drugs. That's probably what <laughs> just yeah, a little bit thing. of cocaine yeah. was just dribbling. <laughs> on here. That would have been better. I should have tried it. That would have made for an even more fun night. Um, See, that's what happens when your parents stop taught you to stop reaching underneath the tables for gum. So right? You had you would have found cocaine. That's true. I yeah. should have fucking looked for it. Damn. But Business anyway, opportunity lost. But I think it, I, I, for some reason I was certain it was salt. So I, I'm pretty it sure like it, it did look like salt. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah. And it happened, I think, three times. And the thing that happened the most that, that was the most interesting was something glass broke on our table. The three of us heard it break and there was glass in our food. <laughs> little bits. Little everywhere. tiny bits of glass in our food. We looked at all of the things on the table. No glass is broken. We're actually kind of a distance away from any of the other tables, so it was it wasn't I, Jeff and I were both like, "Who's fucking with us here?" Yeah, and it didn't seem like anybody was. Nothing it still could be. No, it wasn't. We looked at the lamp. We looked at the, the weird hell? candles and shit. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like we just spontaneously have glass in our food. Yeah. Now. We all heard the glass break, but I mean, we were all at the table facing, you know, in a <laughs> triangle, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, on a, this raised table and stools. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on the ground. Yeah. It was just on our table. It was unexplainable to yeah. Jeff and I who are both huge skeptics. And But the lady that worked there, and Monique with, was with us too, and she has a different experience that she... Maybe I'll have her tell this story on another podcast. But uh, the the lady that worked there is like, oh, yeah, it's probably the ghost. We'll, we'll switch out your food or whatever it was. Or <laughs> I don't like know. It's just another day. It's just another Thursday it was. for them. <laughs> it was. And they actually said, you guys should go across the street. That's the most haunted place in the entire city or whatever. And we did. But I think it was close. Yeah, we went in, I think, too. I'm not sure. It was just a hotel across the street. We drank a lot. Yeah, we trip. drank so we, much. But, but I will say that at that point, alcohol had nothing to do with no. This it was experience. pretty early in the yeah, night. It was, yeah, we just got. We were just getting started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, it wasn't until we w- walked up the hill and found that nice little bar. Yeah, and or that, yeah. stayed in the yeah. merchant, that is when Zach, merchant cafe over there in Seattle. That's supposed to be really haunted. It's yeah, like sure. a, it was a brothel too. <laughs> That's when Zach realized either alcohol doesn't affect me or I just act drunk all the time. <laughs> That's right. You drank, I don't know how much whiskey you drank, but Monique and I were just like, ah! <laughs> you're like, hey, what's up? You guys want more? Like, no. It's that no. he just acts like a really tame drunk all the time. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> so for my Captain Morgan stance, which you called me out on, which is true. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's the, you got a Captain Morgan stance? You're when just, I get drunk, I do the Captain Morgan stand. You just stand with the one foot up on I a, do, with uh, the elbow on the... Yeah. yeah. Fair gotta, enough. Gotta let him swing. All right, it's your <laughs> turn. What kind of ghosties you got for us? So I, for a portion of time, I was back and forth between my parents' houses. My mom lived here in Spokane. My dad was up in Canada, so I'd come down for weekends mostly. But my mom took over this house that was her grandmother's house, I think my great grandma on her side who I never met but anyway she she died her husband was already dead I never met either of them but she their house passed to my mom's mom my grandma and Mm -hmm. she was trying to figure out what to do with it and everything was kind of you know the estate was being figured out so she just let my mom and my stepdad live there and like take care of it while it was being figured out and it took like over a year you know so they were there for a while so every time I visited I was there and that place was like a legitimate 
haunted house like there was so much weird unexplainable creepy awful shit that happened to me there and it wasn't just me like they both of them and were it just wasn't like, grandpa it wasn't grandpa no it was weird it it's was usually like, uncle bob it was like i don't even know if this really qualifies it's always an uncle yeah uh-huh. right it's always uncle, it's uncle yeah. bob it's everybody's got an uncle bob <laughs> <laughs> i do actually me too I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not Sorry. Anymore. Actual to, people, not Canadians. Case study. I apologize. I had to throw the Canadian thing in there. So, I, and I don't know that it, I couldn't. I don't know that I could call well, this uh, ghost uh, necessarily, but it was something extra normal, supernatural. Okay. <laughs> but so the word I'll I'll tell the the one that freaked me out the most. So I was, uh, it was late at night, and I stayed up all night then because it was like nobody watched me and I could do whatever I wanted and I was just nocturnal anyway so but so I'm up late at night and I'm it's like two or three in the morning and I'm like man I should probably go to bed somebody's gonna wake me up I'll be tired so so I'm like I'm gonna get I'm gonna go to the living room find a movie to put on and just like put it in to fall asleep to in my room so the living room is situated uh next to the dining room and there's just like a big archway between them and the other side of the archway is the hallway that goes down towards all the bedrooms okay so i have to go to the opposite side of the living room to look for a movie so i'm like leaned over the couch with my back to the archway right okay. and the house creeps me out i'm already creeped out because i just i've had a bunch of shit already at this point happen to me in this house you know but so i'm creeped out but i'm like yeah i'll just grab a movie and i'll go and i kept feeling like somebody's looking at me you know, like that fit somebody's watching you, oh, yeah. right? So, and I'm, I'm, I'm dismissing. I'm like, no, like you're just being creeped out and you're, you know, creating things in your mind or whatever. So I was like, I'm not even going to look like it doesn't matter. Like there's nobody there. I'm not even going to look. You know? How old are so you again? I'm like 14. Okay. Maybe 15. 14 and 15 know? year old logic. Yeah. In play. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not even going to look, you know, like screw that. <laughs> so I'm brave fourteen. And, and so I'm budget. still fishing through the movies, and I'm just like, "All right, just look, get it, just get it over with. Make yourself feel better. Just reassure yourself. There's nothing there." So I turn around and I look, and there is this like inky black silhouette, like a figure. Oh, I got creepy goosebumps. Of, I, I I can't I tell this story without getting goosebumps. <laughs> I just got them up on my spine. My hair See, I got right nothing, now. but obviously you saw this Dude, because yeah so there's this this inky black figure it looks like Ugh. a person but no defined details it's just darker than the dark house that i'm in and it's leaning around oh fuck the archway <laughs> from the direction of the bedroom hallways right and and it's got red red eyes dude I'm, I'm, oh, not, I'm, not, I'm not, I swear I'm not making this up. It's got red, like angry red eyes. And I looked at it and I kind of like, I, I was doing a double take, you know, blinking like, what the heck? Like, am I seeing this? And it stayed like it Dude, persisted. I, I know you believe this because look, look at it. Yeah. I, I believe him because <laughs> I believe that he was terrified. Hair. That is insane. And yeah. it, it, it goes like this. It goes, and then pulled back and I heard down the hallway towards my fucking bedroom. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like. Okay, I guess I'm gonna fucking sleep outside tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah, what what do you do in that situation? Do so I did just the watch thing your movie that and normally gets you killed in horror movies, probably. Grabbed but a knife I, out of the kitchen. I, I grabbed no, I grabbed a movie. <laughs> That'll get him. Just like reached back, grabbed a random movie, walked down that same hall to my bedroom, closed the door, put the movie in, got under the covers, and just laid there for until that is I how you get eventually to, yeah. fell asleep. If I was like, the, I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen. If angry, if angry Red Eye wanted to kill you, that would have been the perfect place to Dude, do that. It was, it was 
horrifying to this day. It still uh, freaks me out. You gave me goosebumps the whole time. Cause yeah, I, I had goosebumps the yeah, whole time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I've told that story uh, a bunch of times and it still gets me. Info at scatcast.com if you also got goosebumps when you were telling that story. Actually, you know what? I want to hear your guys' stories. If you've got anything you want to send in, let us know about your ghost stories. Yeah, uh, send me some ghost stories. Let's hear, let's hear what you got. Uh, I have one more ghost story that I want to tell real quick. Uh, I went to Nebraska with before I married Monique with another girlfriend and her family, and they rented. A, oh, it used to cornfields. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's cornfields. Okay, it's coming from the cornfields. Now this used to be, it, it, you know, brothels are a big place for hauntings. So are the formal mental institutions. Yeah. And this place was a big church-run mental institution at one point. It turned into a bunch of different kind of hospitals, and now now they rent it out to families to have their summer vacation, I guess, or whatever. Perfect. It was huge. Why wouldn't we had, you? Right. <laughs> we had tons of room. Uh, we had a big kind of group with us. It was like eight or nine family members and stuff. And it was enough room to where I could go into a whole other wing and go play guitar and no one could hear me. So I was just like, fuck, Sweet. hell yeah, I'm going to go play. I took my guitar and I went, went into the wrong wing. I went into the wrong wing. <laughs> oh, no. I went into the weird room. Like, And again, I don't believe in ghosts, but, I, but something happened very strange the whole time. So... It didn't like my guitar playing or my singing or something because the moment I mean I tuned it I have a tuner and did it I tuned it. It went out. <laughs> it's like it was good. I swear it was. It was. I mean it was an ovation guitar and those can be a little frisky. Was that when you wrote Just a Ride? <laughs> no, I, don't, I did write a song that I still play there. I can't remember what it was. Um, and probably a bunch of dumb ones too that I never would hear again. But no, it went. I didn't write anything that night because and I, I went back later. But because the guitar went out of tune, just like that, all the strings went out of tune. I was playing it, and they all went out of tune. Like I don't even think that's possible. It's <laughs> not, not today. <laughs> this is an acoustic guitar, and it just went. And I was like, and I got the goosebumps that you just had oh. over me. Like I felt like he's got goosebumps right now. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I mean, it, there's a story to this. There were in this room that I chose were beds with fucking little. Uh, the little restraints oh. four yeah. point four point restraints yes uh it was a, that's the whole wing was this so it was creepy to be to begin <laughs> <laughs> that's my point seven, that's, that's one that's one of your but uh, really there's not much more to it. it but except for the this huge impression and i'm just a dumb whatever but i had this impression that there was it was a child fucking with me i couldn't shake that thought and then come to find out it was the child wing and da 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 da. So it was, you know, they, then they messed with me afterwards. They're like reiterating, they're like, oh yeah, he hated music, you know, or that kind of shit. <laughs> it's like, whoa. But so I had that feeling. And you cold, still don't believe And I still don't play guitar. I you still can't. But you still don't believe. No, uh, I've had even more experiences with Monique too. It's not that I don't believe. I don't believe people's explanations for things. Yeah. Because whenever that gets into ghosts and stuff, then I end up having to talk, li- listen to Bible stories and then I, or, you know, it's same with conspiracy theories. When I when I got into conspiracy theories on my own, I would read all these books and stuff. And then when you're done reading and you, you kind of believe what you believe, you look around and you're like, oh, fuck, all the people that think like I do are fucking nuts. Yeah. So, like, I'm in the weird spot. So when it comes to the ghost stuff, a lot of the people that I've met, they seem like they're not, they seem kind of credulous anyway. They seem like they're not going to back up with a lot of their stuff with giving a fuck if it's true or not. But then I also know people very smart people that are the complete opposite of that that almost treat it like a science and I respect those people and I want them to whatever but I, yeah I can't believe I, mean, well, I, I, I know that I feel things and I know that like just you telling that story your, your I guess fear mm-hmm. like from telling that story is what like yeah, that came my through empathy. the room mm-hmm. for it's sure. my empathy for you made me have goosebumps too hmm. so it's like 
I don't know. Like even when I watch people uh, on those ghost shows, I've seen a few ghost shows. It's their fear that makes me go, "Oh fuck!" Mm-hmm. It's not that I believe that they saw it. It's just I believe that they're afraid. Well, and so. it's just like in a religion. You know, they, at the end of the day, I don't know. Yeah, maybe exactly. Maybe we'll never yeah. know. Well, what do you do? You believe you don't believe in ghosts at all? No. Okay. I mean, no. Doesn't make any sense possible. Like you're inside not your really. meat suit. I mean, and again, your meat I'm, suit I'm expires, like, you're a, maybe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Fuck. I don't. I'm not. I don't know. Wouldn't it suck? I'm not arrogant enough to say that I know one way or the other. Here's the thing, though. If you, if ghosts was true, if being a ghost was true, that means that you die. And if you don't like walk through the light, right, or some shit, or if you don't follow directions properly, you're just stuck. Yeah. Yeah. You're just stuck fucking around where you can't eat. I mean, do you eat when you're a ghost? Like, do you scratch? Do you have the same clothes on? Can you jerk <laughs> well, in off? In the movie ghost, ghost, he did have the same clothes on. Did he jerk off though? That's the thing I want to know. Like, could can he? he? Could he jerk off? Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe the, the sex drive is gone. right through. Right. Like, no! That would be total frustration. <laughs> that right would there. be, yeah. so maybe that is being oh, hell. No. So whenever we see a ghost, that's, that's how you little get bad hell. Ghosts. That's why bad so, ghosts. You know, off of, I might just want to touch my dick once. Spinning off of ghost stories to like horror flicks, uh, I want to see a scene in a horror movie where somebody has a blow and go for their car because they got a DUI. And they, oh my God, no shit. Yeah. And they're trying and they're, to get away. Getting, yeah, they're getting chased by somebody and they're, you know, get the keys in and then they got to wait for a minute. Yeah. And then they're going to, oh no. <laughs> and then it takes a while for it to calibrate and register. By then, they're just fucking. Dead. Be so funny. They that- totally could have got away, but because of their <laughs> punishment for the blow and go. Which, by the way, is one of the stupidest goddamn things. Anyway, yes, I was law enforcement. No, I didn't do DUIs. Yes, I think those are fucking stupid. Yeah. Because, I mean, they interrupt your driving. They, 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 I mean, you can't talk on the cell phone, but you got this goddamn control that you got to blow like every 13 to 15 minutes as you're driving. And it falls really? down. There's a camera looking. At, well, that's not a goddamn distraction at all. You and you got to do it right. Start the car. No, you do it start car five minutes after, and I think it's like every 13 to 15, 16 or minutes. what? It just stops your car? Your car will stop, and your horn will start going. Bah, bah. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? What a. Yeah. That, or course, if you do it wrong, I did not of course the government yeah, does that. I thought it was. I just thought it was. You have to do it to start your car initially, and then you're good. Oh no! The no, horn no, goes off. Do they have like balloons come out? Like here's a clown this car. Guy got <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. This guy made a mistake here. Everybody point and laugh. Exactly. What a loser. That's. It's wow. awful. Of course, <laughs> of course, that's that's the government solving things. So, like, what we yeah. should do is put a little red nose on him, right. so that everybody can God damn it! Yeah, Dunce I cap. mean, he wears the dunce cap. Good principle. Yeah. I get it. I mean, again, let's cater to the small amount of people that we're talking to. You know, some severe, absolute drunks who just can't function on a daily basis without alcohol, and they've got, you know, three DUIs. Okay. So you're yeah, not maybe. allowed to drive then, but like we're not, let's just skip you know, that step. That step doesn't need to be a, a step. Yeah, right, <laughs> get somebody with like a physical control where they got in trouble for you know because they were smart and pulled off on the side road and took a goddamn nap and some cop f- decided to fuck them for right. it. You know now the they got freeway. one of those for two years and now you just added more danger into their life. Yeah, big time. That's that's how I feel. That's you know, took away how did I work for the government for so long? I don't understand. What's that? How did I work for the government for so long? I don't know. I don't understand. We've only been friends for a few years, so you know. Some of the ridiculous shit. That Serious we, question, though. What if you're on the freeway like five minutes later and you don't do the blow thing? Uh, uh, just stop eventually, it will shut your car off. Like but on like, the freeway. Yeah, and then it registers as a. And then you get penalized for it. Then it costs you money. It's yeah. It's a whole fucked up yeah, system. Yeah, what? I think so, we could probably do something. No, I, I. I'm shook. I'm shook. No, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. Now I'm trying to think. Maybe it doesn't shut the car off if it's 
moving, but Somebody's you, listening but you do get a but you up. do get a violation if you don't blow within a certain amount of time. Oh. Uh, and but then I think ultimately over a certain period of time it will shut off. Um, maybe it's not it's not like you don't do it 15 minutes your car just dies. The thing that's in, that's interesting yeah, that, to me that, is that, the that's crazy you have to do it every 15 it minutes while you're driving. That's so that that means that they're assuming that somebody sober gets in the car. And then they just start pounding beers while they're drinking, and they're trying to stop that. I didn't know it's you. Why don't you have your buddy blow into it? Because they have a yeah. camera right there. Oh, they have a camera too. Yeah. Well, then why would you have to blow into anything again? Yeah, you're no you more jerking off like, in well, the sock when you're like driving down drinking. the road for no. that period of time. <laughs> <laughs> I've only done that once. That was nice, though. That was an interesting. Did you Oregon use the trip. sock? Uh, I don't Did that hurt? I didn't. I don't know if I used the sock. I, used I don't know if a, I used a sock. I used an empty chip bag. I, that's the more like some shit you know, that I, I was thinking. I had this conversation. And I felt again. Dirty. It was, it was like, the same as when I peed on the, the secret part of my carpet. I was like, I got done, and I was like, Why? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I got it's a like scraping your marijuana so pipe for the resident. Like, I got a conversation up. the other day. First, it started with, "What do you search on Pornhub?" Which obviously wasn't going to be answered. And somehow that got into. What fruits would you fuck? You know, of course, then I brought up Dan and the banana thing. And I'm like, no. <laughs> peel, yeah. Like, no, a cantaloupe would be way better. You know, watermelon might not be that kind of heavy. And then it got uh-huh. into vegetables and, you know, squash, of course, would be the best option. What would you, a squash? I thought, I thought yeah. peach, but then the pit. You got you know? some yeah, pit, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's going to leave a, that's going to poke you right in the, <laughs> right in the pecker hole. Yeah, I don't think that's the one yeah. for me either. No. I don't know. I, uh, watermelon, I'd try. It seems like it has a, a, an interesting vibe. Are we vibe. really doing smash or pass on fruits right now? I think we are. Okay, yeah. let's let's explore this. <laughs> pineapple. I, pineapple is the one I was thinking that no. Yeah, I, that's, I mean the outside. I mean that's a high level of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it'd be like a '70s bush, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> high degree of difficulty. <laughs> this shit's biting back. This JJ's got teeth. That predates me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, instead of doing the uh, the fruit thing, I think. We figured out the fruit we want to fuck, yeah. and you guys can throw all the fruit at us. We won't fuck those; just the fruit yeah. we want to fuck. But I'd say this is our show. This has been just a ride. This has been fun. It has been a ride. Okay. Yeah, and so you that was only us. about like seventeen different directions. That's pretty good. Literally seventeen. I wrote them down. If it's under twenty, it's a good day. Yeah, I think so. That's, but it was been that's par for the course. It's been fun hanging out with you guys. I like doing this. Let's do this again. We'll I, do I this. said we were going to cancel it, but yeah. I think now that we've talked. Maybe you're better. I'm better. Okay. I, I can live with my pee stories as long as you know it's you not get, on my grave when I'm dead. Well, we're glad you got over it. We want to do this again. <laughs> oh, this, I, it was I wanted to therapy. cancel it until we got to the pee, your, your pee <laughs> yeah. story specifically. Like, I'm right coming back and then all oh, the pee. When story. I realized <laughs> how much collectively Shane and I can fuck with you, I'm like, oh yeah, this, this is, is good. Be good times. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot fucking smarter than I am because he reads books. No, <laughs> no, no. All right, you guys. So you can probably at this point check out justaridepodcast.com and uh, you can find all the stuff there. There'll be our other episode up there. Uh, probably some other bonus things that we don't know what they are right now, but you'll find them. And also check out info at com for writing to us for now, and we'll have an email set up soon for just a ride. But yeah, let us know your damn ghost stories. I want to hear. Yes. What's what's the creepiest thing? Stories. We're gonna we're gonna rank the creepiest one of all time. I want to we'll read that one on the fruit, show. Fruit. And which fruit, which fruit yeah, you want to fuck? Yeah. Seriously, let's do that. Let's call to action. Let's we could go straight to what's one. your Pornhub search, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're still. I'm not on the ghost stories. I just like, want to see. <laughs> I just want to see if there's something else I need to investigate that I haven't checked out yet. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been Zach. I've been Jaden, and I'm Jeff. We'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like a present. It will. It's just a ride. Oh, it's just a ride. Bing bong.